Hey, Hello. Yo, welcome back to the Ape How's Audio Podcast, uh, episode three. Three. Nice. Yeah. We're here with uh, our buddy Tyler Enns. Yes. Yo, Tyler. Thank Hi. you for having me. I actually wanted to do this. Hell yeah. Yeah, I wanted to do this since I knew you guys were starting up. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, also here with Ian and Patrick, Hello. my good pals. Hey, Christian. Hey, what's up? Just yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> So Tyler is a local poet, skateboarder, hip hop artist, uh, savant, whatever you want to call him. Savant? <laughs> Never heard that. I'll take it. Though. Yeah, take yeah. it, man. Yeah. It's good. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk all about you today, and you're gonna divulge some secrets. Go nuts! Ask you, ask me anything. Cool. There's no limits. Whatever Ooh. you want to dig into. Cool. That's risky. Yeah, so go nuts. I think like on the previous two weeks, we're uh-huh. gonna do this little thing where we do a quick crash course on you, where we're gonna ask you what your first cringy musical memory is or like mm. m- like a first song that kind of came up. Uh, then we're going to go to like what was a turning point in music for you and then kind of where you're at right now. Absolutely, yeah. Um, let's go uh, the back. The earliest is funny, and uh, I hope you guys find it funny. It was Eminem's Cleaning Out My Closet. Dude, <laughs> that's the cringiest not bad. thing. No, like, that's, not, that's, not, too bad. Bad. that's like, not, not too bad. That's not too bad. bad. Yeah. My, yeah. Mine was Aaron Carter, so I don't know. You, you, really, You eh? definitely got me beat. Uh, Mine you know was what? Sucks to be you by Prozac. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> B44. No, um, I don't know. I feel unusual. I shouldn't have probably been listening to Eminem if that's my first earliest memory of music. How, how old were you? Oh, God. Five or six, maybe. Holy maybe shmokers. Nice. Dude, my parents were all right. They, my mom loved Eminem, and that's, I think, I just kind of heard it in the car. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, she always liked it. How old I, is your mom? Over 40s for sure. My Wrong friend. answer. 20. <laughs> 20. 20. She no. looks 25. She's yeah. a beautiful woman. Right. She's um, <laughs> <Jeez>, Christian. <laughs> she is a beautiful woman, man. Yeah, exactly. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so was she like purchasing you M&M records and stuff when you were I, that little? I remember one record she did. She bought me. Um, curtain Call? Cool. Yeah, and I remember I didn't even have to beg. I, I I remember specifically like walking by, looking at it, and she's like, "You know what? We should probably buy that." We should probably yeah. buy that. And Holy remember, shit! Yeah. And uh, so, I guess yeah, it started from her. I think like even asking her now, if you were to ask her now, she'd be like, "Yeah, that was a good choice." Cool. I, I turned out okay. I think. I'm yeah, like, no doubt. I was an angry kid, but I think I'm. I mean, for me, like I basically had to write up a thesis for my parents to ever even consider purchasing me a CD with explicit lyrics on it. And they still just didn't even fucking do it until, until I was like way older than I should have been for owning a CD of that, that kind of content. Yeah. Yeah. What else was on a curtain call? What do you mean? Song wise? Yeah. Oh, who else was on that one? Was Mockingbird on there? The one with the red? You know what I mean? To the red oh, no, curtain? Wait, no, like curtain call. I don't know nothing about curtain call. I don't know I'm shit about either of those. The one I'm thinking of is the red. Um, is the that got the white America curtain. on it? Yeah, yeah okay. for sure it did. It definitely had Sing for the Moment. That was my favorite song. Cool. Yeah, True. Clean out my closet, Sing for the Moment. I was like, oh, dude. So he's he's talking. So he's since you were really little, you were already like listening to hip hop like right off the hop? Yeah, but today I don't listen to a lot of rap whatsoever it's yeah. it's it um it dipped it kind of went from like yeah this is exactly what it should be for music 
and then I got introduced to different music through different people. Like cool. you grow up through school, right? And you meet a bunch of different people. And I hung out with musicians even through high school and stuff, but even before that. Um, but yeah, I don't know why uh, why I left it. What do you listen to now? Now, <clears throat> kind of the cliche stuff for uh, for somebody. I love Ed Sheeran, a man named James Blunt. Hey, James Blunt. James Blunt. What I'm listening to now is uh, I love uh, John Mayer's heavier things and um, Room for Squares. Always takes me back. Um, but if you're gonna ask me the turning point where I was like, "Oh, music is so much like so much more diverse than I thought," it was Ben Howard. Interesting. If you've ever heard Ben Howard, what about Ben Howard caught your know. attention? You know, I d- I d- just tweaked something with you. I couldn't tell you, and I have a friend too. Who, who says the same thing, like, Ben Howard is just this special of something, I don't know, but it was something, and it's, it was enough to, like, convert to, like, um, a different mindset for music. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then I started playing, like, guitar, and I realized, like, I kind of want to sound ambient and abstract, I guess, in a sure, way. Sure, sure. Like him. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, like, I grew up listening to, like, a lot of rock, punk, blues, right. that kind of thing, and now, like that I've grown up a little bit, I've departed like big time. Like not to say I don't still love that kind of stuff, right. but I find myself listening to like things that are completely like not even adjacent to that kind of music anymore. Yeah. Did your, did your parents listen to music at all? A ton did of music. Yeah. Yeah. Influenced? They just, uh, they didn't really understand hip hop and stuff, which is kind of like what I'm mostly into now. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't make sense to them. CNN told them that it was bad and that white and that folks it, in the eh? suburbs shouldn't listen to it. Yeah. And they were just like, that's where they drew the line. They're like, yeah, you're not getting any CDs. We that's don't know it. what it all means. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then you started pirating all your music. Yeah, exactly. They forced me into illegal activity. Blame your parents. <laughs> See? You, My parents you don't buy your like... kid what they want. They're going to find a way to get it. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> you know? exactly it. I think that's funny. Yeah. So then, um, okay, so you've gone through that period, and then kind of where are you where are you at right now? Uh, I'm slowly getting back into hip-hop a yeah. little bit um, because uh, I'm a rapper, right? Yeah, for and sure. For the longest time, I've always thought of myself as a poet, like you said, and a writer. And so that's where it started from. Yeah. And so I would write uh, like little short stories that would go nowhere, and, right, you know, right. and toss them out. And then you'd write, you know, how your day went, turned into poetry, turned into like honesty, which I loved, and then it's like... You know what? I was freestyling in high school a little bit with my friends just because it's fun. Write something a little bit more um, like um, abstract for hip hop. Um, what I'm listening to now is I kind of stick to one kind of group. If you've ever heard of the Palmer Squares. Hell yeah. Palmer Squares it, okay. are sick. Perfect. And um, I can honestly say like they're probably the only reason that um, I decided I'm going to go for it. Sure. Because these guys were like, yeah, we're the best of the best. We're idiots as well. Yeah, man. We're human beings. Like, we're just doing our thing. And they always had behind-the-scenes stuff as well. And I was like, yeah, this these people are people. I can do this, you know? Yeah, they, they have a really cool mantra. And, yeah. like, I def- the first time I heard them, I was like, okay, these guys are on to something a little bit different here. It's pretty right. cool. And you can tell the poetic vibe. Fell in love after that. I was yeah. like, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Have they been around long? I'm not sure. He probably knows better than I do. They go back a long time. They were doing it in high school, and I think they even have their first song from high school. Yeah, like yeah, I think I the first time I heard you. them was probably like 2016, tw- yeah. 2015 oh, maybe, before, but I'm sure yeah. they had stuff before oh, that. Because yeah. I had just come across them on like a Spotify Discover like randomly. Really? And it was like one of those things where you just like, you save one song, 
you listen to it a ton of times, but you don't really explore the artist. And it was like maybe a year or two later where I was like, oh, maybe I should check out these guys. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, the rest of their catalog is just as good as this. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I didn't want to listen to them at first because they were good. They were so good. And that's why you didn't want to listen and to that's them? that's why I didn't because I'm like, uh, all right, like I thought maybe, you know, you can do, eh, these guys got it, we'll let them do it, da 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 And then you, I started like obsessing about them and I'm like, Okay, I'm figuring it out. Like, it's math in a way, you know? Sure, yeah. And it's uh, systemic. Is it... um, So I I know, like, a lot of comedians say they kind of suffer from this, where they go, like, I don't like watching stand-up. I don't like seeing other comedians work because Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, unintentionally, subconsciously, like, steal anything from them. Does that ever happen to you? Dude, it's... I have to stop listening to them, and I actually did. To the point where I'm like, dude, enough's enough, man. Like... Who's child now? Like you have to be that. That's rough. Because yeah. you gotta like you gotta do this, man. Yeah. That's because a weird disconnect. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure, man. for sure. Uh, like it's something I've never had to do personally, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's the very essence of your being. Yeah. Right. Like, like to to go like oh I love these groups and artists so much gotta yep. stop listening to them yeah, that yeah. would just break my heart. Right. <laughs> with metal. Oh yeah. Really. Yeah. Just like I had to relearn guitar and everything. Mm. It's fucking weird, man. It's tough to do. I guess it, it's it's like an almost like an exercise in like being more abstract though like it allows you to kind of take a different viewpoint you're yeah. forced to like make up your own viewpoint and, yeah. and style for sure a lot of it was like you said man subconsciously it just bleeds into you and you're like oh when definitely you're just the palmer squares flow saying like stuff yeah definitely, definitely so like who who do you want to be like you know so i stopped listening to that you listen to other music you go back to that because you never want to leave that i love the palmer squares to death um but you're right, man. It opens up. You get more diverse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, going back, I I wanted to like list you as a, a poet first because I know you write a ton. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it it to me it doesn't seem like you're like oh I'm gonna be a rapper. Like it's it you seem like more of like a wordsmith to me. Is is that kind of accurate? It's accurate, but a lot of it had to do with like confidence issues. You sure. Know? The writer was easier than the rapper. Right. Yeah. So yeah. when you think about it like that. It's like, okay, well, you can write for sure, but maybe you can't rap. Yeah, definitely. So, but um, like even the show that just ended just blew my mind apart. I was like, okay, and like it's uh, it was up here, yeah. and then you can bring it down here. Yeah, so th- that was it. at the, the Doors Pub in yeah, Cambridge? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton. Hamilton, okay, okay. So what was that all about? Uh, it was all about fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was, um, it was a really, really good vibe. Um, I was kind of nervous because I've first live performance ever oh really yeah well okay breakthrough yeah yeah cool in high school i'd I'd play the guitar maybe even sing a little bit we're gonna get into that later i I did a little bit of digging so we we got some funny tidbits for you hell yeah that's perfect (laughs) yeah but i'm gonna keep the suspense up for a little while oh good man (laughs) oh no i'm excited now um but never never rap and uh i remember even my buddy nick telling me like a while ago like a long time ago he's like dude you're gonna you're gonna rap right and i'm like i don't know i don't know you know this 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 and then now he's at the show yeah. looking at me and i'm like dude i oh, rap that was yeah. i rap yeah that was my buddy nick oh, cool so cool. it was it was um it was really really fun super beneficial and uh it was a blast it really was is it kind of like a catalyst like do you want to do more yeah. of that kind oh, of thing i went home and i was like just laying in bed and i'm reeling over like okay you got to figure out what you did right what you did wrong and then how you're going to, like, come back. And I wrote it down. Yeah. And it was just, it was a good feeling to be, like, um, 
to build on the foundation of having that first one done. Sure. It's over, you know? Yeah, so. I find when you when you kind of do things that are a little bit out of your comfort zone, yeah. it sort of allows you to like deconstruct and reconstruct yourself because mm-hmm. you, you get this like totally different perspective. You're not just inside your head yeah. where like most of us are just super critical of ourselves right. all the time. Yeah. You probably had, yeah, way oh, like overly critical for sure. Lives, huh? you, you probably have a lot of people that were just like, yo, you fucking killed it. That was sick, blah, blah, blah. Probably yeah. didn't hear a bad thing in yeah. the crowd there, right? And you go, wow, maybe I'm not as shit as I thought. Right, right. What do you think you did wrong at the show? What oh, would you change? Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, I would change the... Oh, let's see here. Breath control for sure, 100%. Because when you're practicing at home, it's a lot different, you know? You're yelling at a dog, and then next thing you know, you're like yelling to the back, all the way to the back. Yeah. and. And project a lot more so your body's just like yeah. giving it more so and then you're jumping around and you want to but at the same time you're like well you know don't like, do backflips and like lose all your <laughs> breath out of your lungs sure. you know time to get on that treadmill time to get cardio. on that treadmill and <laughs> yeah it's hilarious Start yeah that, running. that's cool that's cool for sure and i um, definitely would change the fact that um i i give myself a little leeway because it was the first time but i didn't know what to do with myself because mm-hmm. i'm up there and i'm like do I be up here? Do I be down here? And then once you get in the zone, you're in the zone. But to keep it consistently in that headspace and uh, to realize that it doesn't matter what you're doing, just do it, mm-hmm. you know? But I like the fact that that happened. So now it's not a fact of um, going like, hey, introduce myself. This is what I got. It's more of a performance now. Right. And I can push it to like, kind of like yo in your face yeah you know that's super this is cool my second time yeah. <laughs> seemed pretty natural though you seem, yeah. seem did I, okay yeah. well that was the one thing i was like critical about when i got home too i was like i don't know man i don't know so were you thinking about it a lot while you're on stage like yes and no yeah yeah it, it like it wasn't consistent right. so it, i flowed in and i flowed out but i was mostly in and i was very happy about that cool was the crowd really receptive yeah at times yeah and, and then there was times where it went silent yeah and then you get in your head a little bit but i was able to be like sweep it aside sure next sure. song boom you know cool yeah uh yeah, who- the first song people were loving you yeah i thought it was the first we're gonna come out swinging and the energy was good that's another thing yeah i would have changed is have energy for that whole 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. Because it kind of comes up, it comes down. Have energy for that, like, whole set. Yeah. And so I would definitely change that. So did you, like, burst right off the start? Um, I gave, like, a good amount. Yeah. And then the second song was good. And then I'm like, well, you still got a lot of songs to do. And then <laughs> you think about how you're behaving. and Sure. Yeah. But I definitely, I was telling my buddy, too, I wish this was, like, the eighth time. Yeah. So I can show you, like, I can show you what it is, you know? So how many songs did you end up performing? Oh, man, like. Nine, eight. Wow. Maybe eight. I'm sure. Was that yeah. like extremely tiring? Like by the end of it? No. <laughs> well, that's good. You went from like song, that's good. To song to song, so it was like pretty. Yeah, and I had the live mic too, so I was feeling like everyone hears everything, man. So yeah. cool, so, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. But I, I really practiced a lot, man. I did at home because I knew just whatever happens, happens. You cannot um, change the inevitability of this new environment. Sure. But what you can change, change. Hell yeah! And you can for be sure. uh, prepared. And I like that. Uh, I like that mindset. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you're you're looking forward to do some more shows. Oh, if, if they come up, are you gonna actively pursue them or wait for them to kind of? No, no, no. Come and that's you? we were talking about that on the way home as well. Um, and my buddy, man, I I called him and he said the same thing, and I'm like, okay, well, God's here, you know. And um, yeah, to push forward is is now the the next step, you know. 
consistency. Nobody wants, sure. you, you know, you stop posting for a little bit, you kind of slide out. Yeah. And then there's people who slide in and they're slide back out. Yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. Consistency is like the name of the game now. Yeah. For sure. But the, the first show helped so much. It was like, it was just a good experience just to, just to see like, it's a bunch of people. Yeah. So just relax. Yeah. yeah. You know? We freestyled yeah. at the beginning. It was great. I think that was a great like, yeah, like kind of icebreaker for everyone. They kind of were just like doing sound check. They played some beats, and then just to do mic check, everyone kind of just like traded off. There were some like groups of pairs and like combinations of pairs of people, and then yep. they were just like freestyling. And what uh, sound check? Yeah. Cool. Was there. So, um, <laughs> speaking of new endeavors and speaking of freestyling, mm-hmm. I saw that you're looking to start your own kind of podcast off the top. Yeah, not so much. I guess. Um, a live podcast as we're yeah. doing right here. Yeah. More of um I would eventually like it to be that, but for right now I'd like to put my clips on YouTube, have like a seventeen minute uh hopefully banter with other people. I have a lot of people in the skateboarding industry. You guys are in the music industry. I like that stuff. So um but yeah, I'm hoping to get that started and it helps so much with confidence too. I yeah, love I love sure. the fact that it's already like, you know, episode three we can just throw on Instagram, sixty seconds, put your clip on YouTube move on yeah you Do seem that, like a great yeah. mc you seem like super super confident behind yeah. the mic yeah cool cool. Uh, i'm sure like since you get to stay at home and kind of do it that probably helps with it as well 100 percent, definitely yeah. yeah cool so like uh is there any specific subject matter and stuff you want to touch on with it uh with the podcast yeah itself? no no it's off the top it was supposed to be me and my buddy andrew who freestyled since high school freestyled in the car like you know uh like kids do and we wanted it to be off the top that's freestyle you know off yeah the top. yeah for sure and then yeah he um ended up going to toronto living this awesome life and he's pursuing acting cool and so um now i'm like you know what man i'm gonna do this and then you're gonna be like all right i'm in after you know this comes back <laughs> yeah and i'll he's come like, back i definitely have time to do this with you cool and i know he will cool yeah um so you have a couple tracks recorded with some artists around town yes yeah. i do nikki columbus love nikki to death Nick Petchek, a friend yep. of ours. Yep, for um, sure. We're gonna play this track here so people can kind of get a taste of uh, what what uh, what okay. caliber of skill you got, oh, where wow. where Nikki's at too. Mm-hmm. If you wanna if you wanna let that go, Devin. So what was uh what was the recording process like for this tune? This was an awesome recording process. I don't think I lived up to what I wanted to be for this one, though. Oh, really? Yeah, 100% honest. That's exactly what it was. But was it like a time restraint thing, or was it like nope. just uh, your headspace? A little bit of headspace, um, and a little bit of uh, still not knowing what I'm doing, you know? Because, like, I'm just, people are helping me out, and it's different than my room, and he's using different equipment and stuff like that that I don't know. And so it was kind of that. But Nikki was so helpful, and that's why I love... Uh, I love the fact that this got made because he pushed me into, I remember leaving ecstatic, even though I didn't perform the way I thought I would. I was like, yeah, my boy, like he's, he's Where'd the, the beat come from? What's that? Where'd the beat come from? I'm not quite sure. You're going to have to ask Nikki. You know? This particular song, like I, I don't even know if I had met you when this song came out, yeah. but the vibe of it is so fresh and so nice. Oh, like, man. I love that. Cool. Yeah. No, and he sent me the instrumental, and he actually sent me the uh, his clip, what he's doing now before. Yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah, oh yeah, 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, did you guys like you record this at your house? Then? His house. Okay. Okay. Yep. That, where does he record? Does he have like a little cold cellar or something? Dude, it's <laughs> awesome. It's phenomenal, man. Have you seen Harry Potter? Yeah. You know where Harry Potter slept? Yeah. It's kind of like that, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, I've a seen... lot more spacious. A lot more spacious. Sure. I've, I've seen like little videos of him like recording yeah. in whatever kind of room that right. is. I'm like, where the hell is this kid? Yeah, man. <laughs> I, 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 when I first seen it, I was like, dude, this is like, you're just hidden, man. You yeah, got your whole for zone sure, right for sure. here. Loved it. And as far sure. as I know, he spends a lot of time in there. A lot of time, man. He's coming out with a new song as well. Can't remember the exact date. Cool. But he, cool. It's called it's Other We'll have to keep our ears peeled oh, for that one. He's uh, he's the melodic king. Yeah, he really like, is, man. Yeah. And I love it because when His I'm hooks feeling are filthy. when I'm feeling down, I have a, I think I have two of CDs cool. now. Cool. And I throw those on for sure because yeah, I, I need I, to I remember this this little kid hustling around our high school with these mixtapes he would burn himself and yeah, man, he's like chucking them around. I'm like, who the hell is this kid? That's so funny. <laughs> and man. like I discredit him for so long. And, right. And then yeah, and then I put it on. I'm like, holy smokes, right. he fucking killed it. Ian, did you get any of those CDs? I don't think so. Neither. I don't uh, think I ever saw that. I'm gonna get tossed him. Was he just tossing around his classes? Or yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he went under the alias Kryptonic for sure. Yeah. So okay. Kryptonic, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, either or. No. Nikki Columbus now. Right. But no, um, I I always love working with Nikki. I hope to do it again in the future. Cool. Nikki, yeah. hit me up. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Um, so, what in particular did you like enjoy about like recording this tune with him? Uh, he was so honest with me, and it yeah. was yeah. Sometimes when you so record- he just told you you're a garbage. No, no, he just said uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, but better words. Yeah. He's like, dude, um, he literally turned it off, and he's like, okay, spit it to me right now. Yeah. Don't worry. Like we're not gonna record anything. Like I'm gonna go over here, just look at me and spit it to me. And I did that, and we go through like sessions like that, and it would just bring out a little bit more and a little bit more. But then I'd get back in my head and back in my head. So it was hard because at the end of the session, I was I was like, oh man, I don't know if it's gonna work out right now. I just don't know. It could work out if we give me like three more days, but it didn't happen that way. Right. And I didn't want to say anything either. Like I want three more days, dog. Yeah, of course. But it's, of your, course. it's your song, you know. And I even said to him like, you know, if it works better without me, um. Push the song without me, but he said he liked it with me. He really sure, did. sure. So nice. yeah, it's kind of tough too, because like, well, if you're an artist and the ball's rolling on some music, yeah. you don't really want to stop with it because then yeah. it might just never get finished. Exactly. You have to, like yeah. catch the momentum for what it is. Yeah, and, hell yeah. For how you feel about it, and then yeah. just do your best. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like. For me, I will have a fire lit under my ass for like maybe eight hours, and if I don't bang out everything i possibly can in that eight hours it's not happening you right hate yourself yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i listen back to it once after that and i go nah yeah no nah, listen to like the next day and you're like that the song, ain't and then, like the first three seconds you're just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can oh, yeah. feel it in your bones for 100%. sure percent that's what happens when you start <clears throat> editing music too much too yeah, I hate the more the you repetition. listen to it, the more you're just like, Jesus Christ, this fucking song. I hate the repetition, yeah, man. dude. <clears throat> and then you get even less confident. Yeah. You're like, dude, I don't even like you, man. Like, yeah. I'm hearing yeah. you every There's day. definitely like points of self doubt. Yeah, but I oh, think it's sure. like I always think about just the reward is just the end result, mm-hmm. and it's like the hardest thing to get because you have to literally put the most hours up until you get to it but yeah. the reward is like the best thing in the world because you just want to listen back to it like so many times and you're just like oh and you're proud yeah. That yes yeah. It, it, it's a little satisfied. different now like the way we record as well like 
if you were trying to write a great piano piece like a hundred years ago, you would maybe not exactly have it note for note being written down. Like you might practice on the theory for like months on end and kind of like get in a pocket Yeah. where now like you write a melody and then you're listening to that melody back identical a hundred times in a row. And then (laughs) (laughs) you have to be completely insane to not hate that sound after just doing that, Mm -hmm. you know? But there's also the opposite where you go back and you, you, you hear something that you've done like a while ago yeah. that just wasn't up to par, but it's great now. Yeah, you know? that's so like, bizarre. Yeah. It is bizarre, yeah. And that, I always, sometimes I'll go back, I'll do that just to give myself like, you hated all this, but it was pretty good. It means right. you had it in you all along. You did. And oh, I preach that a lot, man. Because even like I've been, I withhold myself from life a lot just because of comfortability. I've always done that since I was a kid. And now it's like... From the first show, it's like, dude, nothing's scary, man. Nothing's scary. Right. Yeah. And, and I think you're coming into, like, this age bracket where it's like a transition time, right? Like, you yeah. you had people kind of holding your hand for so long. So long. And now it's just, it's all on your shoulders, right? Yeah, man. And, like, if you sit there and don't do anything, you start to get, like, a little depressed or bummed out. And you're like, wow, I wish I would just, like, kind of grab life by the balls and, like, take advantage. Like, go out and do these shows or right. do this and do that. So I, I think like once, yeah, w- once you kind of get it started, you don't want to stop. Like it's so much fun. It, no. it gives you a great feeling. It definitely does. You need the momentum. And if you don't get the momentum, then it's hard to start again. Yeah. But yeah. I, once you get the momentum, it just flows you yeah, forward again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah. Where do you, uh, where'd you get your beats for the show? A person called Syndrome Beats on uh, YouTube, all, all platforms really. You just find them just like that. And, Did uh, you buy them? No. These are just free beats. Um. Don't get paid for him, so Sweet. I was like, yeah. Shout out Syndrome Beats. Yeah. Seriously, he's really, really good. <laughs> wow. Cool. He's got some awesome stuff. I even think he's from Ontario, somewhere around Ontario. Hey. Oh, cool. Which I, is super fucking cool. I actually kind of really love like the way media is working right now, where it's like a ton of content is free, and then the people can look into doing like certain advertisements and stuff afterwards yeah. as a revenue stream. Yeah. I feel like it, it gets artists a lot more exposure mm-hmm. than they normally would if, if things were kind of locked up behind a paywall right does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah. they can release enough content that they can have they can give you like enough free tidbits that it's satisfying to like have even like maybe sometimes replay value but yeah at the same time it's like okay if you want to pay for it it's it's gonna yeah, be even for way sure. better yeah and it's also like what you get paid for too i haven't been paid for anything in rap even yeah. the show i was like i'm probably gonna, not gonna sell some tickets and stuff and and stuff like that. So, and and I was talking about this guy over here, because I don't really have anything to call my own except for the words. You know what I mean? So the next step is to like get some get some good foundational product. You know? Sure, sure. Yeah. So are you? Would you be looking to like work with uh, like an actual producer instead of Anybody. grabbing beats off YouTube and oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the YouTube beats was uh, was for the Instagram because they were yeah. nice and short, and I'm like. Yeah, nice and easy. Sure. See if it rolls. And then, yeah, you get your hand held so long that you use these beats for way too long. Yeah, right. You know? So. Plus, producers are a weird type. They kind of just, like, sit in their room by themselves, and you might never come across one. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've worked with um, a person called Johnny, if you've ever seen or ever heard of him. Um, And he produced uh, one song for me, which was awesome. I was happy to work with him. And, uh yeah, looking to expand, of course, for sure. Cool. So, um, you you did another song recently with Alice Winters. Yes. Yeah. 
that song's super dope. Thank you. Yeah. Um, are, do you think you're going to continue down the path of working with other artists, or oh. would you like to kind of like carve out your own solo stuff as well? Solo stuff would be great. Other artists would be great. I don't have any like. If I think about the direction too long, it just gets uh, the OCD gets in there. Yeah. The the key is to um, you can either think or you can either do. You can't do both. You know, right. like you know, what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, definitely. You just gotta do. So that's just the way I've been going with it. Just do it. Work with this person. Work by yourself. Do this. What do you want? This. Cool. this. You spat out your part for this song pretty quickly too. Yeah. You said like give it a couple days because remember you were like oh I need a couple days to like uh, figure out the vibe because this is kind of a different vibe of like yeah. beat that I need to rap over. So. Is this the one that you got me to write here? Yeah. Or was that a? Yeah, no, you know that was a different one that you guys did. Oh. No, yeah, that right. was the one with uh, that was the one with Nick. Like the one with, the, with so then, Columbus who we were just playing. Yeah. yeah. And then you sent, you recorded this at home then? This one here? Yeah. No, I recorded this here. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah I, no, I wanted you to record that day because I showed you it and you were like, oh, I might need to take this home first. He's like, yeah. And then so you took it home and then you came back on like a Friday or something mm-hmm. and then you just. Uh, oh, you were worried that I part. wouldn't come back for you. No, I wasn't worried. I was just, <laughs> I, mean, I was just I like, I was just worried. like, yo, I'll do something right now. Just, I just, would, just, just try something out. I would be worried. No. <laughs> Um, that's hilarious, yeah. But no, I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. That's good. Well, you did a great job, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. The, this, the the bars you put down are like they're so earwormy to me. Like this song gets stuck in my head. Really? All eh? the time. Yeah. Right on. That that makes me feel great, man. So yeah. Now it's super it's, cool. it's another person telling me that instead of me like. Are you doing that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. And the way you ride the beat is just like. Perfect. Right Perfect. on. Right Super on. Super good. Yeah. No. I. I was. Uh, I was digging this. Cool. So, um, how did you? How did you like get in touch with Alice Durian? Literally. Yep. He's cool. like, dude. We did this show. Uh, I think you worked with Alice, right, for the, the one show in the same venue? Uh. She, yeah. She organized it. I think. Touch? Yeah. She organized it, and then. Um, but before that, we played a show, and then that's how we got in contact. And then. Um, right. And then yeah, she needed somebody to lay vocals down because they like bailed or something okay and i just was like got the perfect yeah. guy Boom. yeah and right seriously on. and uh it's funny how that works because i literally got my first like performance on stage because i took a job at a theater to meet evan to meet adam to come to the space to meet evan and all the people at the space sure to then get like a different opportunity with recording in a different environment and then maybe you can rap and it all just like yeah, it's, it's, like it's always kind of bizarre when you get to when you get to look back on things. You go, oh wow, because of this one decision, like strange, this whole yeah. I got to p- tug this whole rope, and it led yeah. me to kind of where I'm at right now. And it's but funny. when you when you sit here right now and then look forward, and it's just so uncertain. Yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre, you know. Right. But I remember getting a job at the at the theater and thinking like, this is special. I don't know why, but I love being here. I love doing this. This is great. And then now that I think about that, like. Man, you really enjoyed working this really weird, shitty job, maybe to like the average person. <laughs> and like, so now I think about that, and it's like, no, you had to love it. You had to be there. You had to do this. You had to do that. I think it, it depends who you surround yourself with, too. Like, yeah. I know there was a pretty cool crew of people that worked at a oh. theater when it first opened up. It was special, man. It was cool. That's dope. Yeah. And uh, are you still working out there? No. No. I'm literally looking for a job, man. I'm just making music in my room right now. Word. Well, enjoy it. Yeah, seriously. Because <laughs> once you get a job, it, it kind of 
takes it's over, tough yeah. to make the time for mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it definitely wrecks your soul but honestly <laughs> or man sleeping habits yeah that too and your or eating both. habits yeah but and or your all drinking habits <laughs> I do or gotta, and your smoking habits <laughs> i do gotta say you are more disciplined though once you realize your time's limited yeah definitely so um the comfortability of having unlimited time it's not very good sometimes and it's great if you can get the role but um I feel like, yeah, a job gets me disciplined. Yeah. Like an adult. I think some people can kind of excel in that. Like, I know it's stupid to say, but yeah. I am like a serial procrastinator. Right. But I feel like if I was any other way, my work would just suffer. Because, like, yeah. when, I, when I have to crunch in, like, a day or two, I feel like I do my best work. Right. Whereas if I start, like, I don't know, a project that's going to run over three weeks, mm-hmm. I just, like kind of half-ass it every day yeah. instead of like going all in for like 24 hours straight right you know what i mean now there might be a lot of typos or like little mistakes and stuff but with like the end product i'm usually like more satisfied and right. more happy is with that it. how you were with school projects <laughs> those didn't even get finished <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no man it's uh it's a battle i've always struggled with discipline just because man the anxiety and it's like the voices in your head and yeah man but yeah but it's always that just get up. I've started like setting my alarm a little bit earlier, so you don't give your time, you don't give yourself that time to be like, "Fuck this, fuck <laughs> this, I hate this." Yeah, dude, I feel here. you. When I when I was unemployed for a little bit after college, mm-hmm. I just like fell into such a depressive slump because I was like, "Well, I could just sleep until five in the afternoon," right. and then I wake up and I'm like, "Well, what am I gonna do with my day? Guess mm-hmm. I'll go back to bed." Right. Or I'll go get a bag of McDonald's and then I'll go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, those days are the like, worst. If, if you yeah. don't focus your energy into something, like you just become such a schmuck. Yeah, <laughs> and I, c- I can look at myself on Instagram now and I'm like, this looks like you do a lot more than you yeah, fucking man. do, yeah. man. Seriously. It's weird too because like- I people look at my Instagram and they know like this is- I should be doing more. This isn't what it all is. I do a lot of nothing. I promise. Yeah, it's wild. I, yeah. I have a lot of people that are like, how are you so busy all the time? You're doing so much stuff. And I'm like, it's I'm illusion, really man. not. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> and I I'm hate, like, there's so much more shit that I, I want that to be about, doing. Yeah, I hate that about the social media now, man. You look at somebody and it's just like, oh, you're perfect now. It's like, nah. Yeah, social media is garbage. Like, <laughs> oh, it, it takes so much restraint physically and mentally to just like, not pick up my phone yeah. and open Instagram or yeah. Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or like even Reddit just like immediately. Yeah. Like it's so tough to just like when I get home from work, just be like set the phone down. Right. Just yeah. chill. You ever play on Instagram? Yeah. And yeah, then close dude. it and then play on Instagram. Yeah, again? dude. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, literally geez. within yeah. under the fridge. It's the fridge thing. Dude, it's the fridge it's thing. It's under yeah, 60 time. seconds. Yeah. You open Instagram, you close it under 60 seconds. You, you subconsciously don't even think about it and you're scrolling through Instagram again and you're like, what are you it's, doing? Yeah. The way, but they have it set up that way now. It's very like, rapid. When it used know? to be in chronological order, it was like you could see everything you were supposed to see that day yeah. in like 10 minutes. But now you get, you'll get you see posts from like two or three weeks ago on like your newsfeed, and it's presented to you as if it was like from that day. Right. So like their whole goal is to keep you on the platform longer and looking at stupid ads and shit all the time. It's like an ad every two or three posts. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could just, like any other application, just pay like 10 bucks and never see another ad again. Would you do it for like an Instagram premium? Hell yeah. Yeah. I would never. Fuck that. I would. Instagram, if you are listening, (laughs) with your crazy voice recording analytics, but they'll also never make a dollar off of me through an ad. (laughs) 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 They don't really work. I mean, I... I'm not the guy to go, oh, I need this now that I've seen it. 
You know? I think yeah, that's true. In so, the past year, I might have clicked on two ads to learn more and yeah. then turn back. Right. But maybe like I just don't have enough money to be spending, <laughs> you know, like the I ads that I get presented screen. are for like <laughs> like awesome music hardware or like cool computer parts yeah. and shit and I'm just like, I don't got the money for that. Right. <laughs> and they're smart too, man. I'm yeah. getting scared by how I'm getting targeted by all the stuff I like. Like yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. Uh, a friend of of uh, mine was having a conversation with me and I was telling him that his phone or everybody's phone will listen to them to target ads. Right. Mm-hmm. And he didn't believe me. And I was like, look, just look around, Dude. pick a brand, say the name like 10 times and it's going to pop up on your phone. Right. And there was like, um, a realtor sign like out in this parking lot. And he just said the, the, the real estate uh, company's name like a dozen times opened up Instagram and like the That's exact crazy. realtor was just being advertised to That's him yeah. and then he immediately went in and turned all that shit off <laughs> in the settings but yeah he didn't believe me some scary stuff yeah it's pretty creepy yeah. Skynet yeah. and all that yep <laughs> no what is that And then it just starts popping up everywhere. They don't have a cat. They've never started discussing getting a cat or anything like that, but they discuss cat food. So all of a sudden, now they're getting targeted ads for cat food. Mm -hmm. Shout out the cat food test. (laughs) (laughs) Exposing government corruption. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So do you do you keep rhyme books and stuff like that? Yeah, I got a I got a shoebox. You got a ton of them? Full. Like just like it's it won't close anymore now. Because I've been writing since um since high school, like some little bit notes and have then a little gone, bit more. Have you gone back to any of those yeah. from high school? Yeah. Are they're they terrible. Weird? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of them are really, some of them are just like angry. Some of <laughs> yeah, them are just mad. <laughs> and you're like, I love the angry tone. I love the frustration with like, you know, what you can be frustrated with. But some of them are irrationally angry, you know? When you, when you read them back, can you remember like what pissed you off or like what got you in that mindset? Like oh, you like, oh man. shit, they, they raised the, the price of chocolate milk in the calf. I think at an early age, I realized that people weren't understanding the severity of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like everything's so trivial, you know, the sports game, the movie, and then that's it. Yeah. So now I was like, oh, there's got to be more like there's got to be. And so I went out and I was like looking around and like got critically thinking and got mad. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Just kind of. The angst was released. Yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer writing on notepads or? On I write on a whiteboard. A huge whiteboard covers wall to wall. Holy shit! Yep. Yeah. And when my parents first moved into this house, they were gonna. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, it's an office. Like we're sticking you in an office." And I'm like, "Oh, what?" So I get in here, and there's a whiteboard like wall to wall. That's I'm like, fucking awesome. All right, done. That's cool. Slid the bed in, and there it was. I feel like that's something I would kill. To have had in my bedroom. Yeah, and <laughs> I would I, still kill for that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It was amazing, man. I looked, and this was at a point too where I wasn't writing as much as I wanted to be, and I really wanted to be. And then we move into this house, and there's a whiteboard, and I'm like, I can't not take advantage of this, you know. So is it is the whiteboard now covered in all sorts of stuff, or do you uh, you keep it cycling all the time? I I literally have so many permanent indentations of like letters and scribbles and stuff that if i erase the whole thing yeah. it doesn't erase me wow hmm. it's crazy and I, I i look at it and i really objectify and go like dude you tagged the hell out of this man and you got a shoebox <laughs> full and like you're doubting yourself man like you have a lot of history a lot of foundational things sure that you can actually go back on cool and it's starting to realize now 
All right. Well, speaking of high school, yes, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you recall some rap battles with Andrew Locke yeah. and Zach Thibodeau? Of course, Andrew Locke is my best friend since uh, since as long as I can remember. Zach Thibodeau, wow. kid from high school that we always used to freestyle with. Yeah. There was a group of us, to be honest. In the there was so much of us that the hall monitor would be like. I'm breaking up this fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, you, and it, more than the one occasion. probably so aggressive. <laughs> and it's so funny because it happened on more than one occasion. And then um, after that, they caught on and they're like, these kids are nice kids. <laughs> so they just let you do your thing after yeah, that? Yeah, we had a really cool hall monitor as well. So That's dope. She was, Lucky. She was really, really awesome. Cool. Our hall monitor wasn't bad. I know. Did you have a good hall monitor? I don't even remember. We don't. had a hall monitor that would let you borrow her vehicle to go buy fast food at lunchtime. What? Shout out Brenda. Yeah, Brenda. That's awesome. <laughs> no way. Come on, And Brenda. some kids wrecked her fucking van, too. What did she expect? What? Yeah, what honest, expect? no, honestly, honestly. Yeah, Fuck. She the exact opposite of what she was supposed to do, and yeah. she ended up paying for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't do that. All right. Um, also from high school, here's some names uh, that I hope provoke some thoughts. Yep. Uh, Mitchie B. Mitchie B. Yeah. I wasn't crazy associated with him. No? No. I, he- I heard that he was a rapper as well, or a, a wannabe rapper. Maybe. And he was no good. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't, um, you hear I that? think he did rap, but I never gave him a chance. I didn't Word. hear. Okay. But uh, you might be correct on that, because I think I had some friends who did give him a chance. Yeah. And they didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I heard through the grapevine that it was pure garbage. There you go. So yeah, Wish we um, had a I'm not the grapevine though. <laughs> word, word. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And what about uh, Josh Jones? Does Josh that ring Jones. a bell? Yeah, he's doing some music now too. Oh, cool. He's in Toronto doing that. Um, I kind of keep up to date with him. He had one song at the very beginning. I think it was the first thing he did. I loved it. It cool. was one of the best things I've actually ever heard. And um. And then now I just there was the second song that I wasn't feeling as much, and then now I think he's got like um, a different vibe than I think that I want to listen to. But uh, he's, Fair enough. He's he's super dedicated to what he does, and I'm jealous of the fact that he like he's he's building a good foundation with what he's got. That's dope. Yeah, for sure. I think you are too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically, I was just like tossed a bunch of names from. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine. No, I don't have any more. Oh, no way. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But I guess like it, all of them were like involved in like writing hip hop and mm-hmm. shit like that. Who's your friend? Do you know? Uh, Daryl Fletcher. Yeah, Daryl. He's my, he's my girl's brother. Really? Yeah. Okay. Lauren Fletcher. Yeah. You're dating Lauren Fletcher? Yeah, man. Okay, okay. I understand now. Yeah. Shout out Lauren. She's probably watching hey, the stream. Lauren. Shout out Lauren. Hi. Lauren. Oh, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Small yeah. Small world, I guess. Yeah, I was like, yo, dig up some dirt. I know you guys went to school together. I want, yeah. I want some funny shit. And he was right. like, oh, yeah, there's some hilarious stuff that went on in the hallways. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's so funny because we were such great kids that we never got into trouble, but we were just ridiculous, I guess, yeah, you yeah. know? I'm kind of jealous. We never really had anything like that. I know. I, I think there was one rap battle that happened at I Resurrection. Remember, I Dustin Fahey. It was Glory and Ganza against Trey Cordell, and Glory and smoked them. <laughs> and they were both <laughs> awful rappers. Oh, they're both. Yeah, <laughs> Glory, and if you're uh, listening. Glory, you know, that was, I'm going to give him his ups on that one. That one was good. He had this, like, burning rubbers with your mother. <laughs> burning rubbers like, with you know, your mother. When we were in grade nine, that was, like, next shit. It's like, oh! <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. We also had Dustin Fahey. Yep. 
Uh, nine milli. Yeah. <laughs> nine milli. It was yeah. Nine milli. Nine milli. Have you guys ever explored any other um, like hip hop artists and stuff from around Kitchener, Kitchener Waterloo? Nope. No. Have you? I've I've tried to find some on like YouTube. I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But there was like this crew that used to hang around Chandler in Kitchener, and uh, good old Chandler. It is some of the cringiest shit I have ever heard in my fucking life. Some Admiral Crumple? You base, stuff, it might as well yeah. be. I don't know what that is, but I'm oh. going to say yes. Oh. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, we should load up some Admiral Crumple. Hit it up, Devin. Let's let's see what's up. That's hilarious. Have you listened to any hip-hop artists from Kitchener Waterloo? Uh, Admiral Crumple's not one of them, but um, no. Except for yourself and uh, Nicholas. How about you? Yes, that the one exactly. Syringes I by say, Admiral yeah, but Crumple. I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, maybe not. Nope, not this one. I don't think I knew anybody except you. Damn. Is this maybe the good one? That's maybe his I got good, good song. Uh, yeah. Good leeway here, eh? <laughs> yeah, probably. I wish they like. That's hilarious. The whole... Well, that's what you guys are doing, man. Like yeah. now we have access to the local scene of music, yeah. which you realize is a lot bigger than you think. Yeah. Well, that's what we kind of, or at least I started to notice a little bit over the last two or three years, like. I thought the music scene around here was kind of dying, mm-hmm. and I was like pretty bummed out about it because I don't. I it love is the not music this. Scene. Oh man, no. Yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> no. I don't think it's this. This is definitely Admiral Crumple. You gotta transition. <laughs> Grab my dope, so I can float in the subway boat. Empty car, chipping hard door opens. Felt a gust of cold air blowing like it had. This is just stealing all my attention. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Where, what hallway is this, you know? Like, is this an apartment building? Hospital? What? <laughs> Yo, he has an ad- Admiral Crumple chain. What the hell is that? <laughs> it goes way too over. It goes way too quickly. Oh, it's getting weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every rapper's angry. Eh? Every rapper's so pissed. All the time. <laughs> uh, actually, that's something I wanted to bring up. Do you find it is difficult to be a white boy who wants to rap and not sound like overly aggressive? No, because I really play on the fact that I'm just a child. Yeah, you sure, know? sure. And uh, yeah, All right, I kill never this. thought about that. <laughs> That's fucking insane. That's so funny. <laughs> but uh, the whole appearance thing, yeah, I definitely don't look like a, a rap a rapper for sure. Yeah, but. Like at even the show, man, I threw on my favorite hoodie that my or my favorite sweatshirt. My buddy Andrew got me. It's got the the dog on it, the black lab, and it's like the innocent kid Hell who's yeah. just. I would like instead of being angry because that's the way it started because I was angry. Now, um, I find it's more beneficial to be intelligent and say things that are metaphorically great, and then the literal meaning has something that everybody can be like, "Damn, okay, all right." Yeah, you know? definitely. I I. Th- I think you're at an advantage mm-hmm. not consuming a ton of hip hop because I think this is where a lot of white boys and this this goes back to like some of the cringy Kitchener 
rap I've heard yeah. was where like they listened to a lot of African American artists that grew up in like the projects and had like a really tough fucking time yeah. but these kids grew up with like parents who are bringing in like six figures but they're rapping the same way that their favorite artists are right and it's just like the most ingenuine yeah. nasty thing yeah. <laughs> like, it's 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 just tacky yeah yeah, well, yeah. the one thing i do feel like i got going for me is i've always been honest so even in the music you know you hear everything i'm struggling with and it's yeah. like i'm not that like i live at home and i'm trying to be like a yeah, rapper man, in my bedroom yeah. man like it's it's exactly that so yeah i mean like it's it's totally dope and fine to rap along to your favorite songs yep <laughs> but but some of the shit i've heard just like i don't yeah. know 15 16 year old white kids rap about and i'm like what's wrong with you it's like, don't put this on the internet <laughs> i don't believe your you. future employer is gonna find this man yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's so funny man man i i used to work at kitchener right and i thought like that was the turning point they're not gonna let me like I'm all over the internet with this, right? Yeah. I had people support me from Kitchener. Cool. Like, working awesome. with the city of right. Kitchener, I was working with kids and stuff. They loved it. It was really cool, That's actually. That's awesome, yeah. yeah. I had people asking me, like, hope you're still doing music? Like, you know, I'm kind of checking up. I'm like, yeah. So it's really cool, man. I find people are, <laughs> even though we think they're getting crazy with the offensiveness, you know, and it's getting out of control, I think it's going to end. I really do. Oh, I agree. I think I it's going to I think it's going to Like, the it's pot is done. at, like, it's, it's a maximum. And Patrick and I were talking about this, like, the whole like aggressive SoundCloud rapper movement mm -hmm. is like at this pinnacle point where I think it's gonna start to fade to like the background. Right. And I'm I'm it's ready for that. Soon. And I'm ready for that. <laughs> I'm yeah. so ready for that. Yeah. Not not to say like they're all bad or anything. No, it just, uh, just that, you know the times are changing. Sure. Yeah. Just gotta go with the flow and sure. see what happens. But I, I truly think like the whole phase of everything is offensive. I think that's gonna come to an end. I mean I'm optimistic about it, but I do think we're gonna get there. I I. What do you guys think? You part think of me, go that way? part oh, yeah. of me yeah. thinks Guaranteed. it's gonna come to an end, mm -hmm. but part of me also goes, okay, we were using Facebook five or six years ago. That was probably when it was at like the max for our generation. Yeah, mm -hmm. and now it's been like adopted by our parents and <laughs> shit. And I'm waiting for like that movement to hit them like late. It's and just like jumping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where we're like, we're Their grandparents are going to start using. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we become like, okay, we're not going to be so sensitive anymore. We yeah. get it. Like people are different. Blah blah blah. I think the internet. And then my mom's going to be like, you can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I you see. know, like I, it's gonna it's gonna be the, latent uh, to hit them because right yeah. now they keep telling me that yeah. we're too soft and it's all bullshit. Yeah. It's gonna hit them through the memes that they share all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh memes. my god. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> the memes? Yeah. The memes. Oh, the internet's gonna get weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah, a big thing too about I think the internet's so vast you could find the most horrifying things there. I don't think you could be offensive after like. Children have phones at the ages of six. Yeah, you know, so it kind of creeps me out. Yeah, to be honest. Very like there's so. there's these people that I work with, and uh, like they got really young kids, like four, five, six, and like what are you getting them for Christmas? An iPad, a cell phone, and I'm like, why? Kind of why? Kind of yeah. looking forward to what they create though once they get older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be nothing because their brains are going to be mush. <laughs> no, they're just no, going to be cyborgs. They're going to be cyborgs. I promise yeah. there is. There's, oh, there it. definitely is a lot of educational stuff, yeah. but 
how did you find that educational stuff? I had to it's make because a you had a practical brain already. Yeah. A child doesn't have a practical brain. They're just going to consume what's coming at them well, yeah. through that, YouTube ads and like whatever. They'll rely on it as an extension of themselves for like information yeah. that they like, needed. I at, only like that. found extremely useful sites on the internet out of like necessity because mm-hmm. they weren't readily available when we were like a little bit younger, like right. even just a couple of years back, right? Mm-hmm. Like. YouTube wasn't the way it is now. Yep. It's a totally different platform. Right. A- mm-hmm. And I had to like seek out things that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. I'm just afraid like things are so readily available but curated at the same time where s- some of like the educational tools and stuff might get lost on younger generations. Yeah. Well, yeah. I it's I just hope like the new generations of parents are going to be like I want you to have access to this because there's so much, but we got to keep an eye on what's going on. I feel like at but least I mean, the I people that I talk to, when I ask them why they're giving their kid an iPhone or like any cell phone or an iPad or something, mm-hmm. it was basically like, so they shut up. Yeah, no, no kidding, man. Same. Yeah, my sister's got kids and it's just like, here, play with this and like, that's it. Now it's you're easy quiet. Distraction. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like but, when um, I wanted my first cell phone, my parents were like, wait till you're 15. And I was like, okay, that seems reasonable. Right. And then in order for me to get it, my dad made me read the shittiest book ever, <laughs> Black Beauty, about a fucking horse. <laughs> did you have to do a book report on it? Yes, you? he made me do a book report on it. Nice. To get a cell phone? Yes. That was his, like, what your trial? What kind of cell phone yeah. was it? Um, it was like an LG flip phone with like a pullout antenna. Yes. T9 word. <laughs> was it worth Beautiful. it? Hell yeah, it was. How many people were you messaging? A lot? Probably a dozen. Damn, a boy. lot of the girls that I knew had cell phones already. Oh, yeah, then it's worth it. Yeah, the dudes were late. The dudes were late. Because we're not as annoying. We're not as whiny. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay, so we're coming up on an hour. You guys want to take a little break? Yeah, sure. Take a little break. Why not? Okay. Hello. Hey, welcome and- back. Um, I just want to remind everybody that uh, this this episode of the Ape Audio Podcast is brought to you by Dip from the makers of the remarkable toothbrush Quip. They now bring you their own brand of chewing tobacco. Everybody knows you have to pack a lip every three minutes, so uh, Dip has you covered. <laughs> They'll send you a new container of chewing tobacco every three minutes. That's right, every three minutes. If you go to dip.com and enter code APE, you will get a free canister of dip the finest keep on ripping that lip <laughs> thanks dip shout out dip shout out to dip, dip. <laughs> shout out to dip uh somebody sponsor us so i can stop coming up with these horrible parody ads please <laughs> for the love of god <laughs> um, i think you just don't let down a lot of people a lot of people <laughs> just checked out right now or was it? dip.com <laughs> yeah. god what doesn't exist <laughs> classic okay um so back to you, Tyler. Yeah. We just have a couple more things Hi, we wanna we wanna chat about. So hey, Tyler. You're a, Hello, everybody. You're a Hi, big Tyler. skateboarder, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. Tony Hawk adjacent? Uh, no, definitely not. Terry Hawk. Dude, there are kids that are Harry, twelve. Harry <laughs> Hawk. There are kids that are twelve year old girls who can smoke me. Yeah. Yep. It's really? ridiculous. It's Seriously, in the blood. Man. It's uh, honestly, you can get a sixteen year old boy who's just like been skateboarding his whole life since he was like three. Bypasses me. I've been skateboarding for so long, man. It's crazy. I think this wow. kind of wraps back into like the educational tools that yeah. the internet is. Yep. Like I knew some kids who picked up skateboarding when they were like 15 and you would think they had been skating since they were like five or six. They right. would just sit there all day and watch tutorials on YouTube of like the most minute 
foot placement and like muscle movements yeah. and everything and they were like nailing these crazy technical tricks Man. where like i grew up around skateboarders like my whole life and like nobody was watching tutorials and stuff like that they'd watch like skate vids and shit like that yep but there wasn't like step by step by step by step kind of things yeah and it's just like i think that has elevated the skill ceiling by a ton right the wiki house wiki how wiki house quora man um you to me you demi linda linda how to skate dot com. I think kids are just getting super more persistent of, of what uh, what the sense of accomplishment feels because it doesn't have to be skateboarding, but I feel like there's a lot of younger kids getting into a lot of different stuff. Sure. So, um, but I don't even know why I stuck with skateboarding. It was so hard. The learning curve was ridiculous, yeah. man. I That's probably oh why I dropped it. Yeah. Even being surrounded by people who skate all the time, I was like, I'm good. The I'll ride my curve. bike. Oh, dude. first of all, it's. Like, <laughs> Exactly right. And even, first of all, the learning curve was super hard. But not just that; like you're getting injured, man. Like yeah. it's not fun what? falling on concrete day after day, Word. and then figuring out, oh, it's probably never gonna happen. It's too hard yeah. anyway. That's the struggle, though, when you're grinding and you're trying to do it out. It's that doubt because you keep failing, yeah. right? So every time you're failing is for that one big reward of finally nailing it. Yeah. And uh, so, what was like? What keeps you going? If you know, that's the, yeah. It was literally skateboarding that that taught me. Um, taught me to keep going you know yeah. and i'm super happy yeah perseverance and um they you know the saying you know once you know how to do one thing you'll know how to do anything you know it's just the mentality and i'm so happy i skateboarded as a kid because now it's just like well you write like a skateboard and then you could learn the piano a little bit sure. you know because it's yeah. hard and you figure it out and then rap was the one thing that took off more than because i got into guitar a little bit it was great i still play guitar every day and then the piano, and then rap. I was like, "Oh, this is like skateboarding. Like I'm feeling like I'm landing tricks right now." Nah, nice. I'm happy I had something I got to relate it back to as a kid. I, yeah, I think it's kind of important to have like points of reference for like personal accomplishment yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, because like I feel bad for people who have kind of lived up to this point in their life and haven't really done much of anything yeah. other than just consume media or something. Because <laughs> <Just laughs> like media. how. Yes. What is their point yeah. of reference? How do they know when they're doing something that truly like feels good at yeah. that point, or like how far they can push themselves? Where's the self reward? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it even there? Like, are those people just lost? Cause, no, like, I think there's like I think just people have them in different ways, and yeah. if those paths that give them that reward happens to be like in the everyday man's way of living, yeah, that's that's true. I do think about that. Like, oh, yeah. maybe this part. Like, I love challenging myself with stupid technology shit every day yeah maybe that person loves challenging themselves to see if they can eat the party size bag of cheetos <laughs> <laughs> like maybe that's just the shit they really dig yeah <laughs> oh god i compliment the person who does that that's me that's I, you. I do do that good job <laughs> we've all eaten an entire pizza so yeah yeah, yeah like, exactly every person on earth i can say is probably yeah i see about a dozen pizza. hot and ready boxes in the corner Look right now what are you talking about shout out h&r block yeah, <laughs> the finest. Hell yeah! They ensure, um, they ensure your impending death comes a little bit quicker. <laughs> oh, yeah, I ate one the other day and I didn't feel right for like three and a half days. Yeah. <laughs> First Burger King, now this. Yeah. yeah what yeah, is wrong dude. with you, man? Yeah. I got a tr- I got a to some real fast food. I'm the connoisseur. What's the fastest food that you know? Five Guys is the best. Five Guys, we got a Five Guys guy in here. I keep seeing uh, Shake Shack on Rocky YouTube all the fucking it. time, Rocky. and I'm Rocky like, style. yo, that shit looks amazing. Like we we're in squalor here in Canada. Yeah. We need fucking Shake Shack. 
Shake Shack. Shack. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's like a Southern American fast food joint. But it's like it's more in line with like I guess A and W, but it's even higher quality than that. Maybe it's like a like a Union Burger or something like Ooh, that. Ooh, Union Burger. Union. Yeah. I like the Union Burger. Yeah, In and Out as well. Shake Shack doesn't sound like it's very got a lot of potential. But maybe look it up. It looks yeah. baller. Right. Shit Shack. Shit Shack. <laughs> Shit Shack. <laughs> um. So was there like any skateboarders that you kind of like idolized or like any? Any companies that you preferred to like watch their videos and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. it was specific skateboarders for sure. Yeah. Um, Ryan Sheckler, everyone knows Ryan Sheckler. Hell right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, he was he was the kid, right? So he was not only like the professional skateboarder, he was the kid professional skateboarder yeah. that every kid could, you know. Well, I forgot about that. Yeah. And a heartthrob. All the girlies oh, loved him. Kid, man, it was crazy. <laughs> and so everyone wanted to be Ryan Sheckler, and so that was for sure definitely one. My buddy Andrew got super influenced by Ryan Sheckler, man. Yeah. And to the point where, man, he's skating like Ryan Sheckler. His kickflips are looking like Ryan Sheckler. It's crazy. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was Ryan Sheckler. I loved a man named Chris Haslam when I was a kid. He had a huge beard, and he wasn't like a, a super athletic person. He was like a dad. He had a dad bod. <laughs> Yo, I love, I love those skateboarders that are incredibly unfit, like, Drinking, slamming beers, smoking <laughs> cigarettes and jays all the time, but then they're nailing like these nasty tricks. Yeah. But after like two or three hours, they're like done for the day. Like they're yeah. completely toast. There's this video I saw. It was like guy. Bam Margera. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, have you seen the documentary he that Vice did on yeah, there? Yeah. yeah. Where they, he's like his his returning, you know, yeah. triumphant Trying return. To. Yeah. yeah. He's and just, uh, uh, yeah, he had a fast life, eh? Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy. Well, it dude. came at him like empty the MTV wave of like pop culture. Yeah pretty much just like you can't be prepared for something like that especially when Ruin people are your coming life. at you yeah and it's like your house like the the only place that you can truly escape to the bathroom the, yeah well maybe yeah that <laughs> only that everything else it, maybe yeah even then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bust up with the door we're gonna pretend we're gonna rev a chainsaw at him while he's taking a shit you know, like, holy shit. you know, you know what those... i mean it's like every day you live in fear and then you know the partying and then like but it's but they keep paying you right right and, it's, and they and pay it's you looks... more the crazier yeah. the shit is right and that it's stuff cool was stolen from tom green yeah that's true tom green What's that? tom, tom green? green's the og of yeah. of shock comedy really yeah just well also or just like kinda... uh like home video Kind of like jackassery stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Viva la Bam. Yeah. Well, it didn't even matter if you skateboarded. You knew who Bam was. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. for sure. So thing. He was like a pop culture icon for skateboarding. He boosted skateboarding to be cool. Yeah. Like, Tony Hawk had the games and he had like the OG, like, you know, he brought it, it he put it on the map, basically, in like... Co- any sort of pop culture, and then Bam kind of just made it like super cool. Yeah, it's like if you wore it, it was an like element shirt wave. or something like that, everyone was yeah. like, "Dude, yeah, that guy's you know." West Forty Nines, <laughs> yeah. the only the only time West Forty Nines. Uh, Shout out West Forty Nine. Yeah. Remember buying their bunk ass tees that just their hoodies. Forty Nine. <laughs> yeah. And it was like get a hundred for four bucks, and yeah. then you wash them, and they just shrink up to like Ken size shirts. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why you never wash them. Yeah, they're out now, aren't they? What's forty nine? That doesn't exist anymore. No, it still exists. I see it. Oh, did they just slim it down? Yeah, they just like put it in one mall instead of both. Yeah, so now it's in like one of the malls in our town instead of both. Yeah, Fairview doesn't have it. That's why I thought it was gone forever because I didn't see it. As long as Blue Notes never goes away, because where am I going to get my graphic tees with the worst puns ever on? Yeah. They've started getting a little better. Did they? Yeah. Uh, are they trying to be like a knockoff, like sh- shitty American like, Eagle or something? 
or like slash like zoomies zoomies yeah, yeah. Okay. okay they're trying to dip into because zoomies is like west 49's like what they wanted to be you know it's a little bit edgier they had some celebrity sponsorships and all that kind of stuff yeah and uh, better on zoomies though that's the thing it's like what west 49 wanted to be west 49 had it going on in terms of like what uh commercial skate shop kind of slash skatewear place should be and then yeah they, and then uh, Zoomies kind of brought it to a whole other level. They were so expensive, though. Even growing up skateboarding, I had no skateboarding clothes. They were <laughs> yeah. way too expensive, except for the West 49 tees you could get because for Because it was That's all my parents would buy me. Because it was, was also like... popular, though. It was because that's why they could like jack up the price on that stuff. Now yeah. it's like you go to West 49. I tried to go in there. I was like, oh, maybe I'll like a belt or something. It's like, <laughs> <The stunning> definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, my parents hated that whole like skate style craze like i didn't okay. skateboard really but i wanted to wear all that shit yeah and Do we would like studded belt definitely definitely i have multiple studded belts studded belt. neither no <laughs> on this man. i would still buy another one today wow i like the way you stand I think behind they're pretty that decision dope. <laughs> i think studded belts are pretty dope i don't nice. know how i feel about that that's fine as a skateboarder you don't want to fall with studded belts yeah so. the, they got like the little sharp fucking pieces on the ends too yeah all right, so we have this little video project yeah. by you. And uh, you want to tell us a little about it? Yeah, this was made by uh, somebody I used to work with at Landmark. His name okay. is Rob, and he helped me out with this. Rob who? Uh, Rob P. Polkovich. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Snowboarder. Yeah, exactly. That's our guy. My name is Tyler Ence. I was so thankful he did this for me because, Ontario. as you can see, it's just and, like a. Uh, skateboarding's my passion. It's like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this filmed? This is at McClendon Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice How long ago spot. was this? Uh, How hype were you when they put that skate park in there? The McClendon one? Yeah. Um, in general? I don't remember it as much because I think I was skating a lot more on the streets then. Word. And then as soon as it was built and you realized it was in a park instead of like... There's something nice about having a skate park in a park filled with like yeah. just grass and stuff. And it sucks like, kind of when you, you, you're at a skate park but it's right beside like the expressway or something. The yeah. It feels like pretty dingy and yeah. crappy. Even Riverside's right by Fisher Holman yeah. and it's just you hear all that but to wake up at like 7... Go to the park for eight. Hear the birds yeah. in the park. It's really. It feels cool. like your city wants to include you a little bit more too. Right. Like when I when I would see the other so skate parks, yes. it was like you're tucked away, like almost like you're not supposed to be seen. You're like up to some bullshit. Right, right. That's like the main goal. What's your favorite thing that you did in this video? Oh, I, I couldn't tell you. Tell me, man. I'd have to watch it all over again. Oh, it was that ollie. It was Hell the ollie yeah. right there. <laughs> I remember kind of playing it safe for uh, for the let's just get some shots in here, you know. But uh, no, there was some really cool stuff that I was proud of for sure. Ooh, a drone shot! Hell yeah! Yeah. If you really want to see skateboarding, you can go to my Instagram. I I do a lot of cool shit there. What's your Instagram? My Instagram is at Tyler underscore ENSS. Yeah, I was going to like grab some of the videos you had on your Instagram, but it seemed like a big pain to. Kind yeah. of get them running for over here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Anybody go check out that shit. Seriously, I'm yeah. proud of what I do skateboarding there. I'm really progressing a lot faster than I thought I would at this point because I don't really care about it as much. Word. It's just like a really fun thing I've done since I was a kid. But because I forgot about how to obsess about it, yeah. it progresses faster. Yeah. And it's so weird the way it works that way. 
So, did you just get back from a trip? Like, you were out skating somewhere? Oh, yeah, I went to a trip to Montreal. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, with my buddies Ryan and my buddy Mac. Cool. And uh, it was the first skate trip I've ever done. I've traveled before, but not specifically to go skateboarding. Yeah. And so this was, like, it was awesome. It was literally uh, five or six days straight, like 12 hours a day skateboarding and, like, resting for the night and then going back out and Word. going back. Yeah, it looked super cool. And yeah, 100%. <laughs> I really wish I said something better there. I really <laughs> wanted to tell him, like, my biggest fear is, like, being average and I want to, you know, make a name for myself. Spiders. But I got put on the spot. He's like, what's your biggest fear? I'm like, spiders, because I hate spiders so much, but what an irrational choice. <laughs> Was there any um, any spots in particular in Montreal that you you yeah. wanted to go and hit? Oh no no no! We just no. went for well. First we went to Ottawa. Yeah. Because we had a buddy at the University of Ottawa. He said you can uh, stay at our house for two nights, and I'll show you around the university. Right. So that's what we did, and then we went to Montreal after that. Our original plan was to go to Quebec, but we realized it's a lot further of a drive. Uh, Montreal would be a lot closer. Yeah, I I definitely. I love Montreal. It's a sweet city to hang out in yep. and just like chill around. Um, yeah, Quebec, too far. <laughs> I didn't think it was though, and that's why I was like, because I went to Quebec when I was working Ribfest. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I could do that again. I could do that again. But then you forget, like, no, that was. You're I don't want to do that You're just forgetting, man. It was a hefty drive. Yeah, it's like just a little too far for me to be comfortable yeah. with to like go for a weekend. You, you know? if you seen where I was sitting really? in my buddy's truck. You wouldn't even drove drove like twenty minutes. Where were you sitting? I was sitting. It's um a Ford Ranger, right? And it's the two seats, oh, yeah, yeah. and then the back where the seats wait, are wait, um, wait, half wait, seats. Wait. this way, right? <laughs> oh, and they're half God. seats. So I'm sitting there like this, <laughs> like this man. And he's like, "Are you okay? Because we're gonna switch. Like yeah. you and Ryan can switch. And Ryan's taller than me. And I'm like, I'm not even gonna put Ryan through oh, this. Yeah, You're oh. taller than me." I'm good to go, man. And the funny thing is, they were concerned about how squished I was. I was actually fine. It didn't, you just adapt to what it was. It was was hilarious, though, because they were really concerned. They're like, dude, you're going to like, are you sure? Yeah, we used to say that thing to our friend when we'd put him in the trunk when we had drive to Montreal. Okay. Well, I had it good. (laughs) You are right back there. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We never did that. Never. But we did put a guy in the trunk and drive around town all the time, and he would hop out at stoplights and assault the vehicle behind us, it's and then hop <laughs> back in the trunk. Damn, you did and crazy why we, shit tonight. Why we, why we never recorded it is beyond me. That's <laughs> probably for the best. Nah, uh, yeah, okay. I sure. don't know, man. You could have been viral a long time ago with this shit. Definitely. Yeah, I would have invested. We just in did that. stupid shit for ourselves. Yeah. Like we never even considered recording it. It'd be like weeks later. We're like. Anybody got a camera? Yeah. No. That's, yeah. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we'll just do this anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so do you guys want to go through our, our Spotify 2018 wrapped? Yeah, you want to lay down kind of what the whole idea behind this is? Okay. Yeah. Show it. <laughs> okay, so um, Spotify does this thing every year around Christmas and New Year's where they give you a, a Spotify wrapped um little tour of kind of like your listening habits over the past year like who your top artist was a nice little burrito and yeah yeah, nice yeah. Rap. yeah it's kind of like an interesting thing to go through i know it's not the most accurate but it's close enough that you can kind of get an idea of what's going on so i know you don't have spotify right but we can kind of like start with you you want to talk about like what you've been listening to this year and like some dope artists that you've <sighs> yeah, been into maybe something you like like you've been listening to a lot that you kind of always go back to um 
ah, man, I'm I'm really I'm your basic kid. Like seriously, I don't venture out into music too too much. Um, I'm still I love Frank Ocean. I've been listening to him a lot. Nice. Just the vibes. Channel Orange like brings me back to these weird memories. I can't even like recall. I don't know what I've associated the music to, but yeah, it feels good. So yeah, so you get like mood. the nostalgic tingle when you listen to it. Yeah, yeah, and for some reason, Channel Orange just really did that for me. I don't know why, but um, interesting. There's uh. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? How you associate memories with music. Oh, my God. So yeah. then once you, you hear the music, you can always trigger that. And it, it's yeah. Same with, like, some cologne. You know, you wear a cologne. I remember oh, buying cologne that I Smells, tastes, yeah. sounds. Yeah, anything. That, that will all trigger, like, some pretty aggressive right. yeah. memories for me. So I find music's my favorite way to do that. Yeah, I agree. Dive into your memory. I, f- I feel like uh, it, it's almost like time capsule-esque. Like, there's songs I can listen to. And if I close my eyes, it's like I'm going to be back at that the first time I listened to it or that right. time that that song like meant the most to me. Yeah. And that's yeah. super cool. But it's also kind of depressing because then I'll listen to it now and I'm like, it's not as good as it was. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then you just or it's not that it's not as good as it was. It's just it's not hitting the the, the receptors right. in the same yeah. way. Right. Yeah. But I'm trying to listen to some more uh, hip hop artists because yeah. you got to learn from the best and. Sure. The best do the best. Uh, I've been listening to a lot more Logic. I never listened to Logic before. He's pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. he's um, he's super, super fast, man. And, like, I don't know how to rap like that, but I want to contribute more of a, a different flow style because I find I repeat the same flows, repeat the same flows. you got to branch out. So Logic is very different from what I do, so I've been listening, listening cool. to him for my If you ever need, like, uh, some artists that are kind of a little – or hip-hop artists that are a little off the beaten path and mm-hmm. are kind of following rhyme schemes that – you might not necessarily find in the mainstream. You can feel free to hit me up. I got there I got go. tons of artists I can send your way. I love Earl. If you guys listen to Earl, yeah. hell yeah, we've Who's all that? been. Did you hear the new stuff? No, you showed me a little bit of the new. Stuff. We've did, all been yeah. rocking the new album, and yeah. it's it's getting better and better every time I listen to it. Too short. Yeah, yeah. too short. I don't right? think it's too okay. short. I I think it's short and sweet, and it's just fine yeah. the way it is. For how long he's taken off, though? I don't care. <laughs> I don't. It's because you care. love Earl. Yeah, I'm an Earl Stan, so like I'm pretty biased. But I don't feel like when it when it's over, I don't go, ah, oh, fuck. I'm just like, yo, that was a great record. Yeah. Like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks. That's a great piece of music you just yeah. dropped on me. When there there are some other shorter records, when they wrap up, I go, I wish there was a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I liked him out of like all of the Odd Future. I really separated into Earl a lot because I'm like, this guy is saying some dark shit in some poetic ways. He is one of the relate. most intense wordsmiths oh I've ever heard. Yeah, there was the one video. I don't know if you remember, but it was him. Just it was just like Odd Future falling apart, like literally like bleeding into the sink and stuff. And it was just Earl's sweatshirt song. I forget what it was called. It may have just been called Sweatshirt, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. But I remember watching that and being like. I'm scared. Like, this is terrifying. You really got me into the persona of Earl being this. Fun fact. These guys already know this. Earl's father was the poet laureate of South Africa, which basically means, like, he was the state-appointed poet. Really? Yeah. It's a strange thing to be uh, appointed. It is a bizarre yeah. title. It's a bizarre thing to be imp- appointed to. But That's... it's cool because it runs in the family. Yeah. 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 There's, a, there's one track off of the new record where it, it has poetry from his father, yeah, uh, being read out, and it's kind of like dissonant in the background, but it's like really pretty, and it's oh. just it's just like spoken word. It's it's not like over any melodies or yeah. anything like that. I think he also got a clip of like his mom talking. Yeah, his doing mom's doing else, like, like a lecture. Like a, yeah, a lecture, giving a speech or something like that. Yeah. and then yeah. he basically 
wrote that song as like the conversation you wanted to have with them or some stuff like that or that, yeah it was know. so his his relationship with his father was kind of dwindling yeah or it had dwindled at that point and he wanted to show him that song and it was supposed to be like the starting stone to kind of like get back on the right track with his dad yeah. and his dad passed away like suddenly oh. and he wasn't able to show him the song or anything before wow. the record wow. came out dude one. that is a sad story there yeah man so if you thought his lyrics were dark before yeah uh, i'm sure it just gets darker from here yep. on out yep <laughs> yeah definitely yep. definitely damn so yeah uh, anything else you, you've been listening to this year um i always like going back to my old stuff i don't I don't branch out as much as I should. Right. Yeah. A lot of Kendrick I like. Hell yeah. Kendrick's probably he's my number one all the is, time. Is my favorite. Yeah. And I keep going back to him because same poetic. And there's a lot of stuff I haven't heard from him that I'm realizing. Yeah, he's got yeah. Uh, a couple mixtapes before like the TDE yeah. era. So there's like quite a decent mm-hmm. backlog. There was a there was a leak of like quite a few Kendrick tracks. Now they're not his best, and there's a reason why they weren't released. Yep. But if if you're jonesing, it's there to right listen on, to, yeah. and it's all it's still high caliber. It's just not like the triple A Kendrick that you're yeah, you're yeah. used to. <laughs> yeah, there's tons tons of artists, tons of artists. There's so um, many. I like uh, studying singers as well, so yeah, I listen for to sure. a lot. Like I love Sia. Sia's like one of my favorites. And, yeah, um, she's fucking good. She, oh, remarkable man! I love Sam Smith. <laughs> Sam Smith is like one of my favorite. Sean Mendes is probably like my favorite artist, to be honest. Cool. You guys can say what you want on that one. No, all no, of them. Like the all Mendes? of the, all of us are like extremely tolerant of cool. like m- pop music. Like yeah, and Sean Mendes inspires me. I look at him, I'm like, okay, let's go make a name. Like let's go do something <laughs> with ourselves here. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. what what some of those people do. Like. I I've always dug a little more unique and different sound. Yeah. But I would never discount artists that are making music of that right, caliber. Yeah. Like it it's high quality. Yep. It just happens to appeal to a mass audience. Exactly, yeah. And like I can listen to Sean Mendez and I could come here and have like a nice deep thorough conversation with these guys, but most of the other Sean Mendez fans are just going like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest music I ever heard," yeah. and it's kind of shallow and, and it's, vapid. It sucks that you know? it's yeah. almost like a pigeonhole, really. Yeah, and then well, if you want to definitely. Get... That's just that's what music is to some people. It's not as important as it is to yeah. us. That's why we have these conversations. Yeah, definitely. It's important to us. So yeah. when you kind of hear them, you know, being like, "Oh my god, I just love the song," because it's like some people. I've met people who don't like music and. I've no. Been, I, yeah, I have, and I've like. Yeah, well, that, but that's just you know, it's like name the name. It's like someone who's like name I don't em, like. Yeah, it's name like, them. No, I, I don't need. Let's to. get them. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it uh saddens me. Yeah, yeah that breaks my, my heart. heart. Like, but at the same time, it's like there's people who like will not like certain kinds of foods that you're like I I can't believe right here, man. You can yeah. name the most basic food. I don't like. He doesn't your food. like mayonnaise. Are you are you like a chicken strip and milk oh, kind of boy, buddy? Yeah, chicken man. Ever yeah. since I was a kid. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That's such yeah, a skinny white boy thing. Mm-hmm. Chicken strips and milk. I don't think I've heard of that. Milk. A bottle of water is fine with that. Milk. But, uh, chicken and I've never milk. Heard of like that. a chocolate milk. You gotta dip it too. Jesus Christ! I can't even. I can't even drink. Do you dip it? Do you dip dip your chicken strips in ketchup? I don't like ketchup. He doesn't like mayonnaise either. I went traveling. Through California, with oh, and you like, just starved to death. With, no, no, no. With, a, <laughs> with literally a culinary like student, he was going to be a chef and stuff. Yeah. This person made us two meals. He made himself this most extravagant dish, and then he made me like my spaghetti. You know. <laughs> 
Damn, and so, dude. Yeah, it's what just, is it? Do you just get like overwhelmed by flavors? Or you? Yeah, it's that because I think as a kid I was babied with food. Where yeah. like I spend a lot of time at my own Opusos. Yeah. And they were like, no, you eat what you eat. This is it. It's on your plate. You don't leave till it's gone. Yeah. Cool. But when I was at home, my parents were like, I don't care. What do you want, what Tyler? What do you want? Yeah. You want bread? Here you go. Word. Yeah. yeah. See, my parents used to make Every me kid sit. Wants bread. They Every used kid to make me bread. sit at the dinner table if if there was something I didn't want to eat. Like I used to hate like hamburger helper when i was a kid I like hamburger and we weren't like we weren't rich so we ate that kind of shit a lot yep and i would like i would like gag if i put it in my mouth yeah. and they would be like well you're gonna sit there and you're gonna <laughs> eat it because we're not making you anything else and i'd be like i want to starve and they're like that's also not an option so i'd be like crying into yep. my beef stroganoff and like eating it and i'm like <laughs> 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 oh my god that's the way i am with your most basic food even to this day how did this yeah. play into when you worked at uh rib fest because you like did the rib fest tour thing right yeah yeah rib so. fest was fine because um it was you get all you eat and there's different like meats because meats don't bother me like meats are fine whatever it's but just, all sauced up like that you know yeah, dripping uh, yeah, I made the food <laughs> I made the food so it was okay <laughs> they dripping. would they would make fun of me sometimes though but not a lot because people like the, the dry chicken without any of the barbecue sauce on yeah. it and I would make like myself that and it wasn't too abnormal but um, interesting but yeah I'm just the the basic eater I want to eat to survive so I can focus on other stuff Oh, that's no. I'm just getting. That's kind of like the guy who made a Soylent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, as somebody like that, because I'm not, you know, I love food, but I I hate cooking stuff like that. If you could just have one pill, maybe per day. Oh. Maybe maybe three pills per day, to just have that, and then you don't have to eat. Not even not even a question. Not even a question. So you wow, hundred percent. I don't like food. I love flavors. I love yeah, dude. I'll sit there and I'll just rub butter on my tongue. I'm like hell yeah. (laughs) You do it. I completely (laughs) just see you at home. Just (laughs) (laughs) I'll eat my tacos if there's pubes in them. Right. Right. Uh, I I don't know about that. (laughs) No, but I got farther. I definitely. (laughs) That's true. I definitely respect the person who finds uh, food as like an art form. Who finds food like it's an adventure and like you're supposed to examine other cultures' food and, like, the exploration of it. Because my buddy's Nick is the exact same way. And it's the... It's, um... I didn't realize that until I met this guy, really. But, um... But I get it. But I just don't like it. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) All right. Who wants to start with their... So you can lay the foundation for us, guy. Okay. Well, I'm kind of just creating the foundation as I go. So, um... Here's my Spotify wrap-up. Basically, uh, the, the first page, it tells you the first artist, the first brand new artist you discovered for the year. And um, my first artist was J.I.D., our boy Jid. Um, interesting. Yeah, super interesting because I don't remember what song it was. It wasn't enough to be impactful enough for me to go listen to his first mixtape. I really didn't care about Jid until like halfway through the year when I heard that he was working on the DiCaprio 2. Uh you call him Jid? He calls himself Jid. I don't know what to call him. J I D. Yeah. Jid, yeah. Grandma yeah. Him, like, <laughs> you used to Jid around the house all the time, so that's how it came off. Mm. You know, J I D. Jid. Little sporadic little word. Little so <laughs> yeah, he released the Di- DiCaprio two, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yes. And it's shaping up to be a contender for me for best record of 2018 for sure. Wow. Um, page two. Let's see what's going on. Can you guess how many minutes you spent listening this year? Um, I've already seen my results, so I'm just going to click it. Uh, the, the answer is 98,939 oh, minutes Mr. of music. Mr. Bragg a lot here. I'm, 
<laughs> which uh, if anybody's curious i think comes out to like 73 days 73 Close. or 74 days of straight listening playback which is uh 21 percent more than i listened to last year what changed You're improving um I bought Bluetooth headphones to use at work oh, where wow. last year I had corded headphones and sometimes I would just be working a job where I couldn't have them in without them ripping out of my pocket. Gotcha. That's the worst. So next year I'm going to have them f- my, my wireless headphones for a full year, so I expect this number to probably go up by like another 10%. I'll beat you. Which is, you guys have to set a goal here. So far, I've... I haven't seen anybody with a higher number, and I'm kind of concerned that I've maybe <laughs> consumed too much audio media. <laughs> but you can do other stuff while consuming audio media. Yeah, so that's So you know that's what? True. That justifies that's itself. That's true. Yeah. Um, You're not like sitting there just like just eating like up that. all of your time, just, <laughs> just staring dead. It's like a fifth of the year. Someone comes it? in, you're like, that was yeah, good. But I'm, I'm at work for <laughs> that was good. That was nine hours a day, and I listen to music that whole entire time. And I listen to music while I drive, and I listen to music while I'm at home, and just yeah. like doing whatever. Like, if, if there's any excuse for me to put tunes on, they're going on. Yep. You better fucking believe it. Yep. Um, all right, let's go to page three, see what's up. What's yeah. on page three? Page three. Tell us. Uh, oh, I think it shows your your top played artist of the year. Uh, this artist is uh, he's called AJMW, and it was just like some lo-fi artist. I would just like put on some lo-fi hip hop and stuff whenever I'd be working on my computer, like if I was doing programming or working in Photoshop and shit like that. Like just something to like allow your mind to kind of follow a line, but it wasn't too. To like intrusive right. and distracting to be able to like complete another task with. Kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, the charts. What does this mean? Sure, December has too many end of the year lists already, but mine is special. Oh, it's gonna give me like a playlist, I guess. Yeah, it'll give you the taste breakers. My top one hundred. Ooh, tell us all of them. Every should single hundred. Should I go through a couple of the top one hundred? Uh. Not do not a, play them. Do all hundred. <laughs> go for all. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, let's go all through right, all hundred. Right, let's let's, like let's, let's see who hours. I got. Let's see who I got. I have the playlist saved. Top songs. All right. PK, you're the most respected. Hey. Wow. God Look at that, nice, you, you cutie they all patootie. Want this mustache. That's it. Give it to him. That's it. I gave him it. I, <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. I don't know what any of these songs are. Wait, oh, is this somebody else's saved? How yeah, oh, that's I saved somebody else's. Was okay. It no, it's this guy yeah. I went to college with. Uh, my top to song is Anthem by the Sweatshop Boys. Oh, I was, oh, I was good. Charlotte. Charlotte, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not gonna happen. Uh. Um, do you wanna do you wanna search it up? You wanna eat, we we can each play our top song. Cool. Do it. It's a great idea. Okay. It's a good idea you got there. Anthem, brainstorming. Anthem by Sweat Shop Boys. Sweat with just an E-T, no A. Yeah. So the Sweat Shop Boys is an interesting project. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to the hip-hop group Das Racist. Um, they have a member, Heems, who his... his Heems? Heems? Like God Heem? God Heem? Like Keemstar? Do you guys like the Suicide Boys? Hell yes. I love, yeah, man. A guy at, when I was working at got me on the Suicide Boys. Oh, dude, they're and, fucking sick. Yeah. They're actually, uh, they were my girlfriend's top artist really? of the year. I, I, you know what's funny about it, too? Mm-hmm. When I first started explaining what the Suicide Boys were all about and the kind of music they make, and I showed her some, she was like, 
this is so cringy. Really? And I was like, what do you mean? And she was just like, it's just two white guys, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, but this is like, it's too edgy and too angsty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's cool. Like they're on to something here. Like yeah. they're, they're, they're touching on like some real like dark punk, like almost metal vibes, but then like bringing that over into hip hop, right? They bumped too, man. They played bangers. Yes, crazy bangers. And it's all produced in-house by by Ruby. Yeah, which is um, awesome. Yeah, which is awesome. crazy. That's super cool. Um, and then one day I just caught her listening to them when I like got home from work. That was and it. I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, Throws the phone. are you, you listening to the Suicide Boys now? And she was like, yeah, they're fucking sick. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> he, this guy here, got me into Brockhampton. I didn't know until you showed me oh, that Brock album. Oh, Brockhampton's crazy. And then now. I just started, like, uh, I'd go on these little runs. I'd listen to Brockhampton. That's my, yeah. my jam. Um, so, yeah, the, the Sweatshop Boys and the other group I was talking about, Das Racist, they're, like, basically like an Indian-influenced hip-hop group, which is, oh, like, cool. a sound you don't really hear a lot. Where but, are they from? Uh, they're from New York. Okay. Um, oh, wow. But... I think it's something you might see more of coming down the pipe because, like, this year Asian hip hop had like a huge takeoff with like 88 Rising. They're putting like quite a few artists on, like Rich Brian, uh, Joji, um, people like that, right? So I think you might see a huge expanding of the hip hop industry to include other cultures, which is super interesting because, like, lots of the beats are sampling like Bollywood like yeah. movies and shit and cool. it's like it's like a super different vibe than what you're used I'd to I'd be down for that 100% super cool to hear yep. uh, I definitely I showed them to a lot of people and like I don't I don't like it really, <laughs> and eh? that's totally fine but I'm like I don't know I'll, I'll take anything that's like trying to switch up the game a little you gotta respect the difference the yeah where someone's like well we'll try this I guess definitely alright so we'll, we'll continue down my list while this plays let's see here you're adventurous you listen to non mainstream artist 63% more than the average Spotify listener favorite jeans Bree I'm a Bree probably Cheddar Blue 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 Asiago Asiago that's a good one you guys are yeah Swiss you can't go wrong with Swiss like a nice slice of Swiss slice of Swiss (laughs) Kraft single (laughs) the powder Um, of macaroni and cheese (laughs) damn boy now, uh, kindly ask chat to mind their own business. <laughs> um, all the way. Yeah, so basically, I'm a hipster, I guess. 63% non-mainstream artist. I don't know how they measure that. What what constitutes a mainstream artist? The one radio Would they play? have to be over like a certain... Oh, they have to be on Billboard or something, maybe? I don't know. Shit, yeah. I don't know. Radio play. I don't know. Just interesting. They have to know Lady Gaga. <laughs> and if they know Lady Gaga, they're oldest country. song. That's a strange category. Even with all the newfangled music coming out, you still found time for oldies like Blue Train, remastered 2003, wow. recorded in 1958 by John Coltrane. Damn boy. Yeah, that's a that that's a guilty jet. pleasure of me. I, I I do like to listen to like a lot of uh like blues oldies, some jazz stuff like that. It's the perfect music. Well, Laura, my, my girlfriend thinks I'm a psychopath for playing this kind of music while I play games where you like shoot aliens in the head and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like oddly suiting. It's, it's like those movies, you know, where those scenes and they like have the. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, it's yeah. like um, like a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, OK, here's another weirdo one. It's in the stars in 2018. You listen to more Libra artists like ASAP Rocky and Childish Gambino than any other star sign. Thanks, Spotify. Hey. Are you a Libra? I don't know what I am. What's your birthday? June. 
I don't know what that is. You're a cancer. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All talk in between tunes. You tuned into some quality podcasts. Your favorite was stuff you should know, and you sh- you also dug the last podcast on the left. Shout out nice. Ape Audio. We we'll be on this list next year. Hey, stay tuned. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we got two more to go through. Yeah, I don't know either. All right. Taste breakers. Oh, do you want to play one taste breaker as well? Break them taste, boy. Let's see. So the taste breakers playlist is basically stuff that Spotify expects you to have not come across at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so Admiral Crumple. Here, I'll I'll just give you my top my top taste breaker. It's called. Here, just look at it. It's it's a weird one. Ice JJ Fish. Why didn't you say it? It it, it looked like it it said odd oct octubu tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So apparently. Oh, this is not it. Oh, it is. Interesting. Anyway, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Spotify thinks I would have never come across music like this, which is interesting. You're very adventurous with music. I feel like there's nothing you can't come across. No, there. I listened to the whole Taste Breakers playlist, and there was definitely a couple things that were like, "Whoa, really? I I wouldn't stumble oh, across okay. this." Like, just like some really experimental kind of music. Is there any music that you just don't get into? Like you just you tried maybe it just didn't work. Pop country, it's pretty Pop bad. Country? Yeah, it's not pretty my bad. It's yeah. just. Yeah, it's even. There's something remarkably uninteresting to pop country because they're. It's more scaled down and more like cookie cutter than like actual. I don't want to say actual pop music, but it's like the mainstream like top forty stuff. Yeah, because like you can tell they experiment with like textures, different samples, sometimes different like chord progressions. They'll like hit a certain chord and you'll go like, oh cool, right. that makes that song sound kind of interesting. But with country, it's like there is country chord progressions and they usually Definitely. tend to fall into that. You also, you know, now that you're in living in a world with like more people are trying to explore more and be more creative with like the textures of sounds, like different kick drums and different kits and different synth samples. Right. It's you're 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 dealt with guitar, drums, and bass. Yeah. So I, it's kind of a testimony, yeah. almost like I don't, because like I hate saying like the the whole rock is dead argument is kind of like I think it's kind of bullshit, but at the same time it it shows that like when you kind of the same textures, if if it's like the perfect, because like all of uh, country music's mixes are amazing. They're like the perfect. Oh, like yeah. They're so clear and they're so I dynamic think that's what and everything. I don't really enjoy though. Yeah. Like I feel like it's not necessarily a genre yeah. that lends itself well to being in such a high fidelity. Because when you have it more of a raw sound it gives it the character. Like when you hear yeah, like, exactly. when you hear like a country artist like there's this one that was called like they're called like mandolin orange and they i didn't listen to them much but i kind of like tuned into a few of their songs and it's like it just sounds like you put a mic in a room and you just recorded them like all yeah playing it and like it was like oh, that's, that's why i specifically said yeah. pop country there yeah. is some old country artists and new country artists that yeah. i think are doing some amazing they just got to bring the vibe because it, to the blues man it needs like, to be a vibe like yeah. you can't just have you can't just follow the formula and ex- it yeah. works maybe but it's it, just maybe it's just it's it's a genre that's super pop populated with yeah just like industry plant kind of cookie cutter like go make us some money same with kind football, of thing yeah. like it's the whole stem in nashville I, right? I can hear through the bullshit <laughs> yeah it's for moms it's a whole different world though i like i don't yeah, even know what it's like it's like i'm not that i'm saying like oh i kind of want to 
It's like some documentary. Like, this guy put himself in the country culture for 30 days. I hear it on the radio, happens. and I'm like, kill me. God, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. And then I think the only other thing that I'm not a super fan of, and it's not that I don't like it, it's just I'll never go out of my way to listen to it, is like some more slowed down, like acoustic folk music. Like, I love that. I can't agree with you on that one. That's fair. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah. It's just not... It, it, it's slower than like my heartbeat, so like it, yeah. <laughs> we just don't sync up well. It's not that I, it's not that I hate it. Yeah. Like I hate pop country. Mm-hmm. It's just like we just don't get along. Just <laughs> we just don't get along. Um, okay, yeah. so there's one more page here. Let's see what it is. Oh, I think it's just gonna show my. Uh, oh, it's like a summary of my top artists. So my top artists are AJMW, that lo-fi artist, Era, Era, nice. Uh, Change it up a bit with the metal. Shredding, shredding metal. Uh, tobacco. I showed you guys tobacco when we first started uh, preparing the podcast. He was like super weird uh, electronic-y artist who would like bake his cassettes in the oh, sun yeah, to get yeah, like the that. super warped vibe to like his really? music. Sorry, that's nuts. Oh yeah, that's it's super weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cancel. It's just a he's just a DJ, and then DJ Sean is um, not. A DJ, he raps over the cancels beats, which is kind of interesting. Nice. So yeah, that, that's how those go hand in hand. Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely. Yeah, that was my my 2018 wrap up. Somebody yeah. else want to get into it? Yeah, sure. I'll get into mine. I got mine loaded up here. Get yours out, so brother. Mo- um, I kind of just like went over this before, so I'm gonna kind of go as blindly into this as all of you are. Um, so started 2018 by listening to Creep by Kina Granis. I don't know if that's a cover of Radiohead. It might have just played it at one, maybe right. at like New New Year's party or something like that. Sure. And guys, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk <laughs> yeah, about this right I'm, now. I'm gonna I don't inter- want to talk I'm gonna, about yo, this. Yo, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna interject here real yeah, quick. I went to the bathroom. Um, like guys, I have to listen to this. When quick. the Spotify Wrapped playlist went up on Hip Hop Heads on Reddit, people were posting all these songs, like the first song they played of 2018. Everyone's like, yo, Drunk Me was fucking wildin' on New Year's <laughs> Eve, man. It was like R. Kelly's Ignition like remix for like a ton of people. <laughs> or just like really whacked out songs like that. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess let's listen to music for 18,899 minutes. Ooh, that's weak. Step your game up. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because that's I like so download a lot off Spotify, so I think... I think at the premium, so it still it still counts. It still counts. Yeah. Oh well, exposed. <laughs> Guess I don't use it as much as I should. So no, Patrick and I just have a problem. <laughs> You've uh, got a fucking problem. Yeah, I don't have a problem. So the top artist that I listened to uh, was Northlane. It was twenty six hours. Wow. Dang, that's yeah. fucking wild. Yeah, man. I can uh, say thanks to them on uh, Twitter, but I'm not because I don't use Twitter, so thanks. Or is it just their whole discography? I don't know. It just spent 26 hours. That's all. Oh, you don't remember listening to any of it? Uh, When their new new album came out, I listened to it a lot. And uh, their older stuff, I don't really listen to that much because they've kind of like adapted their sound to sound a little bit more like chill. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of like matured, diversified their... Their palette, I guess, throughout their album, so I kind of listened to that a little bit uh, more than the rest. So we got here top one hundred, starting from one hundred. Uh, Count us down, baby. No, should I just play it on Spotify? I don't know what I should do. Do it. Do it. Do whatever feels right, man. 
Banjo. You listen to non-mainstream artists 129% more than the average Spotify listener. So here's to being different. Hey. Wow. Oh, interesting fact of our friend Ryan Gesso. I think his was like, you listen to 168% more original music than the average user. Mm. He listens to like a lot of sludge metal and like doom metal and and like off offshoots that have like a listener count of like maybe 10,000 people a month. Nice. So he he made sure to screen cap that and send that over. So I I knew how much of a hipster he he truly was. And now he's he's not allowed in my house anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, I got some taste breakers here, which is uh, this album called Swagism by the band Ghost Note or by the artist Ghost Note. Ghost Note. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. Yeah, ghost note on the snare when you're not when you're kind of hitting it very lightly and it kind of adds like a swagger. Was it? Yeah. Was the name? swagism? Swagism, swagism. with a uh, one gs. One gs. You committed to swagism. Oh, it's a it's a full album. I just put a little bit of it on. I like the cover. <laughs> this is wild already. <laughs> Looks like he's holding a giant piece of bread. Yeah, the French loaves are good. Hey, Ian, what makes the cool cool? Or what is Ashley hip? I don't know, Christian. Tell me. What does make the cool cool? I'm not sure. Swagism? Swagism. Definitely swagism. (laughs) Why didn't you just say swagism? (laughs) Ghost Uh, While we have this on, uh, so my top artists were pretty much within the same vein. Minutes listened to 18,899. Top genre, metal top songs we got some Vela Maya we got some Good Tiger we got some volumes so yeah is that is that kind of what you expected to see yeah I mean like usually when I look up like new artists I don't really do it on Spotify kind of go through like Reddit or I kind of go through like YouTube like into just kind of a free fall of that so yeah for me Spotify is like the ultimate discovery utility but I, I have like all sorts of playlists and stuff that I mess with to to pick up new new artists to listen to. Yeah. You up, boy? Yeah. All right. Give her. Fucking check it. Mine. Oh, your swag is your expression. What is that picture? Is that guy carrying a baguette? That's what I just yeah, said. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like he's carrying a big piece of bread. It's an abstract. It's definitely a man, though. So my first artist that I discovered of 2018 was uh, King Henry. Don't King know. Henry. Nice fade. Shout out Devin Flynn on the fade. Yeah, yeah. that nice. fade was sick. <laughs> Lit fade. So I don't know who King Henry is, but apparently he was uh, the first your first one. listen. He's my first listen, man. That's so cute. It's got a special place in my heart. <laughs> uh, the amount of minutes that I listened to music this year was thirty-four thousand three hundred. Oh man, he talked you, dog. That hurt. Yeah, just a little bit. It was like double. Yeah. Yeah. But doesn't feel as bad as Christians. Mine doesn't feel bad. I'm kind of proud of it, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> Makes me. I heard bad. a lot. I heard a lot of shit. I would love to be able to go through like my hours played on like each individual artist. I'll have to see if there's like a service to check that out. Mm. So my uh, next page tells me to say thanks to this artist, but I can't because he's dead. Um, but apparently, I spent 81 hours with uh, Mac Miller. Damn. Nice. Wow. <laughs> you spent 81 hours. I guess, man. Shout out Mac Miller. R.I.P. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Whatever you want. Yo, play the first <laughs> objects in the the rear first view. joint off of swimming. Oh, come back to Earth. Yeah. 
uh, my top artist. That shit will make me cry every fucking time. Great. Let's see some tears, baby. We're about to watch Christian cry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So my top artists were uh, Death Grips, Sublime, Tyler the Creator, Aesop Rocky, and Mac Miller. That sounds like a great mix. That is a great mix. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little strange. I've I've tapered back on the Sublime this year. I feel like since high school, I've just been like rocking that catalog so hard that I'm finally like I'm kind of gassed on it. I was uh, pushing them really heavy this year for some reason. Yeah. Have you have you listened to their? They have a couple projects that aren't on Spotify. I think like Stand by Your Van, like a live record that they did. If you, if you can get your hands on it, check it out. There's some really cool deep YouTube? cuts on it. Yeah, it's probably on YouTube. And then they have a, another thing. I don't know if it's on Spotify, but it's called Everything Under the Sun. It's like a bunch of sublime B-sides and stuff. So like, if you can't get enough of Bradley Noel's sweet, sweet voice, there, there's still, still lots of shit to listen to. Is that the stuff like all the acoustic stuff? Yeah, some of it's acoustic. Uh, like Everything Under the Sun's a, a bit of a mix of everything. I think they have a strictly acoustic record, and it's called like... Lou Dog meets friends or has friends or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, next page says that my favorite musical subgenre is pop rap. Pop rap? Pop rap, eh? Uh, who falls under the pop rap subcategory? Tyler Ants. Yeah. Tyler Ants. There are only about 7,430,730 listeners who love this type of music as much as you do. <laughs> only. <laughs> only. <laughs> only. Uh, Makes me feel very special. I yeah. wonder what the highest number when they still say only beside <laughs> it. Like that's a fucking huge two number. billion people only. Such a big number. Um, my next page is the oldest song, and it's the way you do the things you do, recorded by The Temptations in 1964. Oh, great jam! Thanks, guy. <laughs> um, my next page, I'll talk. All talk? The Joe Button, the only podcast that I listen to on Spotify. <laughs> what do you think of the Joe Button? Besides podcast? audio, of course. The, the only one that I checked out was the one that you told me to check out. Oh, word. Yeah. His, his puppy just passed away like oh, a day damn or two it, ago. Joe. So the podcast that <laughs> drops. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the new episode drops tomorrow, so it might be a real sad one. Oh, man. Uh, I'll fill you guys in. You're going to have to write in your hate yeah. comments Look, to him. <laughs> <laughs> Look Come on, man. Him. Why'd you let your dog die? <laughs> that is so sad. Yeah, dude. He's throwing rocks inside the car and shit. What happened? <laughs> oh, it's crazy. These kids, like, saw Joe Budden outside of his house. Yeah. And they just started, like, verbally assaulting him. Like, yo, it's fucking Joe Budden. Fuck you, Joe Budden. <laughs> and Joe Budden is just like, I'm going to kill you guys. And he starts chasing them around Terminator the neighborhood style. in his fucking car. Yeah, he like <laughs> he like blocks them in at one point, and they had their th- sunroof open, and he's like throwing rocks in, and he's like, "If I could just get in there, and if it was legal, I'd fucking kill you guys." Oh my god! It's like a legendary video. Of- Jesus, when did that happen? Uh, two years ago, I think. It was while he was still working at Complex under um, Everyday Struggle. Yeah. Kind of terrifying. Jesus. Yeah, the man's got some anger issues. That's for sure. Yeah, I'd say. Well. I don't know about that, man. You don't get veins in your forehead for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> don't comment. He'll find you. That's true. And then it's my taste breakers, which is a which is a weird one. Well, not really, I guess. Actually, this one's a really long one, so maybe I'll do the next one because I didn't listen to it. It's by somebody called Man Wolves, and the song is called Sauce. Man, I'm ready to get sauced by man. I'm ready to get sauced by the man wolves. Man wolves. There it is. 
Let's listen to it. Have you listened to any of these yet? No. Okay. So this is a uh, other than the this could be the wildest shit we ever heard. Is it, is, it hard, is, it, is it hard to be fresh if you don't have money? Or it's a good start. When I had no money, I still had sauce. Oh, Yo, Gucci! Gucci. <laughs> you, you lost. You notice that Gucci Mane looks like the thick neck guy? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, have you seen him recently? After he got out of jail, he's pretty thin. Oh, never mind then. Well, he's like shredded, yeah. but he's thin. No, I meant more like that Gucci Mane era when he was like just always in jail. Did you know he murdered a person? I did know that. That shit's crazy. And he was not in jail he anymore. He was fully naked and he snapped his neck. <laughs> Wait. How was he not in jail? Um, because Money. it was self-defense. The guy broke into his house. Okay, cool. Oh. Gucci Mane was like... That changes go, He was like wiling on PCP in his own house. And somebody <laughs> broke in to like steal shit from him and he killed him. He's kind of cool. He's like, you know, rapping. He's got like a bass player yeah. like playing as well. Oh, they got the whole band. That's cool. It's not bad. This kind of reminds me. Kind of reminds me of like uh, Bad Bad Not Good when they feature like a hip hop artist. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe this. And this is just guy Manuel's. sounds really maybe. similar to Chance the Rapper. Yeah. But maybe it's just like that's the band. It's just they're just like a hip hop yeah. group. True. Oh. Damn, he's got the whole squad. The tow trucks. How do you just get tow trucks? Escalade tow truck is. Yeah. That's his dad's business. Does he own a towing you know company? Yeah. The editing's on point. Why is he wearing iPod headphones? Is that so he can follow along to the song? I forgot my own song. <laughs> Alan, you want to do something like this? Oh, this freaking black. Yeah. I wonder how long these edits take. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> oh, got the keyboards in there. Actually, it I mean, might just be a button you press. I feel like edits like this is just a website you go to that call, yeah. it's it's called like yeah, musicvidify.com. True. I mean, we could even do like a one take. That's the worst way to get paid. This isn't bad, actually. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for bringing this to our attention. Yeah. Are you going to check right. him out later? Yeah, I will, actually. Nice. Cool, man. 100%. I like then. that. Send me your, your Taste Breakers playlist. I, I, think, s- I, I think I already did. Oh, did you? Did <laughs> yeah. I just not save yours? You're like, yeah, I'll follow it. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I lied. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> I bet you will. I followed some dude on my Facebook, but not yours. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what do we matter? Christian doesn't even use why well, I, I think I just figured Christ. because it's in the Discord, it's there forever. I just have to scroll up to yeah. find yeah. it. Yeah. When yeah. you're feeling in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. So never. No, I will listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm ruthless. So was that. that your whole list? We're all through. That was it. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Right, I guess, uh, it was killer. Yeah. You guys want to wrap it up? Yeah, we it, already wrapped our, 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 our uh, stuff up. A whole lot of our stuff up. All right, what do we say? Thank, Thank you, you, guys. guys. Um, basically, we got to edit this. After uh, after the show is done, we're going to be up on Spotify, Spotify. Apple Music. Apple music. Uh, what's all the other ones? <laughs> Google Play Music. Google Play Stitcher, Music. Stitcher. Something called Podcast Stitcher. Addict. I don't know. Anywhere anywhere you want to find your podcast, you can find that shit. Um, we'll be up on Twitch again next Tuesday, 5 p.m. <laughs> Do you want to just wrap it up? You want to just wrap it up? 
Yeah, Tyler, anything you... Oh, dude, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah. thank you for coming. I love doing this. I like talking and I like uh, sharing some cool ideas. Feel anything free to you want to plug anytime. Uh, please follow me on Instagram, Tyler underscore E-N-S-S, because that's my most uh, my most thing. All right, uh, I'll, I'll make sure I, I put that in the show notes if uh, Do it. anybody wants to show notes. click on that. Click yeah. Yeah. Make right me. up here, down here, here. I don't know where it is. Oh, Smash right. that bell. Yeah, Fist that, that bell. Subscribe button. Make sure you <laughs> Whatever you got to do. Tell your tell your friends about us. Yeah, they might See like. See y'all it. next week. Peace. Later. Au revoir.